And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. Well, I'm no John Burgundy. John Burgundy. John Burgundy. You can't have my cornbread. That's the damn show. You are the one. You are the one. You are the And now for our feature presentation. To cinema with love. Now let's knock this motherfucker out of the park! <laughs> welcome back, welcome back, people. And for another episode of To Cinema with Love, I am Jamal here with Sir Alec. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got John Burgundy on the boards. That's me. Yeah, that's Sorry, perfect. wrong, wrong button. No, that's perfect. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> wrong button. It's that, right that, next to it. That's legit the wrong button? That, yeah. That, how about that? That's funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Job and Delph self-deprecating. Man. Right I, they're, right, they're legit right next to each other. Just, <laughs> that's Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> And uh, you know we're we're back fresh off the uh, forty eight hour film challenge yeah that we mm-hmm. uh, that we completed a couple weekends ago which is pretty fun mm-hmm. but uh, what's been going on how you guys doing and and what have you guys been watching lately uh, how about you go first Jonathan uh been good um watched seven watched uh, uh Taylor Swift movie that came out so I know we're gonna talk about that later a little bit just a tiny bit. And um, what was it? And I saw Big George Foreman, the Big George Foreman movie, which was not what I expected. But yeah, in a good way or a bad way? Uh, and like it was, it was not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. It was like okay, but not as bad as I thought it would be. Right. Yeah, could have been worse, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, and and what about you guys? How you guys been? I'm doing all right too, but uh, what I've been watching lately, I, I also did watch the big George Foreman movie. <laughs> on, I was all about he was just there. I was on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, the funniest, the one of the funniest things of that whole movie is like the beginning of the movie, it was like the first fifteen minutes or something, where it was like he's a little kid and <laughs> little chubby little boy. I felt terrible for laughing, and he was like, he was like, oh, I'm so hungry, I can eat this table. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> and later, when like when that little kid was bullying him, yeah, and he was like throwing around the chicken skin onto the ground, and he was like, he was like George Foreman, more like poor man. I was like, oh, God, I was like, God damn! <laughs> <laughs> but then the rest of the movie was just like kind of like very basic bi- biopic, yeah, that you yeah. see in any other biopic movie, right? But overall, it wasn't the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. So the trailer definitely doesn't help. Oh, yeah, the trailer is really bad. Yeah, no, the trailer is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah movie's no. a little bit better than the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. And then I watched. Uh, I watched Bottoms. That was a funny movie. <laughs> that's the. Uh, <laughs> that's the name one, right? Huh? That's a new the one. Yeah, high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in high school. Like uh, they're two lesbian teens. Mm-hmm. They, like it's like one a, of those coming of age club. movies, right? Uh, sort of? it's like a yeah, like a teen okay. comedy. It's okay. Like, yeah, but it's like it exists on another plane of existence. Oh, like, really? <laughs> the whole movie feels like a. It feels like a mix between Barbie and like um, Mean Girls. Wow, mm-hmm. that's probably a good way to describe it. Wow. Yeah. So I recommend that. That was a pretty funny movie. 
and uh, Marshawn Lynch was hilarious in it. What? Uh, yeah, I watched uh, No One Will Save You, the uh, the Hulu oh. original film about uh, this. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like a movie that's told with no dialogue, mm. and uh, for the most part, like probably like ninety nine point nine percent of it. Is I think I've saw, I think I saw the script of it where it's just like repeated. Oh yeah, it's, it's like she's fucking frozen. She's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Frozen. Okay. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw it on Reddit and I was like, "This is the script." And yeah, it's literally that, 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 just that's repeated. like that part of the script. And like, it makes sense in the scene. Okay, and like, huh. I was kind of like, I don't know, this shows like you can break the rules of like screenplay writing. Okay, wow. if it if it works, right? But uh, but yeah, basically, this uh, this young woman. It's um what's her name again? Like Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever. She was yeah. in Booksmart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she plays like this young woman who has like a kind of a traumatic past, and uh, she's kind of had like a kind of like a kind of like a weird relationship with her town because of something she did when she mm. was younger. But uh, one night she's like just you know minding her business. All of a sudden, aliens decide to invade the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and they, they 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 basically invade her house, and then mm-hmm. like kind of like low key spoiler, but she kills one of them. Uh, and then uh, and then after that, they decide, hey, this bitch need to take her out. <laughs> so the whole, so the whole time they're just basically terrorizing her, and it's uh, it was an entertaining movie. I really liked it. Is it, it like it looks really good? It's like an alien. Type movie is it like a, yeah, it's an abduction a, alien, or something like alien like home invasion movie oh, okay. kind of thing and uh yeah and it, and it keeps escalating throughout the ending is a little uh oh, they take some artistic choices toward ah. the end that can be a, I, I can see very being divisive for a lot of people mm. but i enjoyed it as a like a thriller kind of right. kind of horror film and yeah the scene where it's like it's kind of like she fucking froze she's fucking froze <laughs> <laughs> over and over again it was really, really good no one will save you yeah no one will save you yeah it's on hulu yeah. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just searching right <clears throat> now. Yeah, and then I watched the uh, the the collection of uh, Wes Anderson short films that have been on mm. Netflix. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. No. no. Uh, so basically, like, you know, the the writer Roald Dahl, uh, he mm. wrote, like, Willy Wonka and all that. Okay. And uh, basically, he wrote these short stories, like, way back in the day. Oh. And uh, Wes Anderson decided to, uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to uh, bring these to life, making live-action short films out of it. Wow, and uh, the first one called uh, "The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar," and then he has like other a couple other short films connected to that called one called "The Swan" and "The Rat Catcher," and then the last one is "Poison," and uh, it's got a pretty like big cast. The biggest one's probably like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, and then yeah. you got like uh, who else? Dev Patel's in it, and a couple of them, and Ralph Fiennes. It's like yeah, really good cast in them, and it, yeah, each short film is its own story. Nice. And it's, mm. it's just cool to watch his uh, Wes Anderson's aesthetic throughout the whole thing, how he tells these stories. Right. How he makes this like uh, stop motion every now and then into them. It's cool. Mm. I recommend those if you want to, you know, be inspired or anything because it's cool yeah. that a big filmmaker like him making short films is on a whim. No. Especially since <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. he just had a whole ass feature film. Yeah. No. What, uh, no. what is it? Like Ast- Asteroid City? <laughs> what do you mean? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Asteroid City. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, it, it's, it sounds uh, fitting for like Wes Anderson to do something like mm-hmm. like fiction-ish. Like, it, it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's perfect it's, for him. Yeah, it's right in his realm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I saw, oh, I saw Saw 10. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> oh. Uh, I see. I saw Saw 10. I'm, a, I'm like a casual fan of the Saw movies. Like, I've seen all of them. Well, no spoilers because... <laughs> oh, no, I won't spoil it. Okay. <laughs> I won't spoil this one. He's going to watch it. Because it'll, it'll make <laughs> sense Halloween. when I say what I've, what I've been watching. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I watched the Saw, saw new Saw movie, and um, surprisingly, it was good. 
Wow. It was actually like a generally, generally good movie. Like, I, I don't know. Like, majority of the Saw movies are really stupid. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, everybody, like a lot of Saw fans, horror fans, would be like, oh, this is really good. I was kind of like, okay, sure. This is, <laughs> this is good for you. <laughs> but no, it was a good movie. I was like, I was actually genuinely impressed by how, like, um, that I actually gave a shit about a good amount of the characters in the movie. <laughs> I was gonna say because they did uh like they tried to do the spinoff one with uh with Chris Rock. I don't yeah, know, I remember Spiral, Spiral mm-hmm. and that was terrible. <laughs> that one was bad, bad. That movie's so so funny. I'm surprised that this one was actually you know yeah. good. Yeah, they're back on the right track. It seems like I think they're gonna make two more mm, okay. movies and then call it quits because <laughs> the uh, the guy playing the jigsaws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like 83 right now. <laughs> and spoiler. Looks, <laughs> is that a spoiler? It could be. Like his uh, age? No, no, no. No, the real actor But guy? just knowing that like... He's back. old? Oh, uh, that's in the trailer. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and then like a reveal. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. I, did you guys see the whole thing about AMC and the whole uh, um, Saw franchise? No. So there was this thing that uh, the Saw franchise did like a commercial... Uh, to promote the Saw movie, oh, which was they recreated that, yeah. the whole uh, the Nicole Cole Kidman. Kidman remember, yeah. we will come to the AMC to watch movies and like you know you you seen that right? The whole Nicole Kidman. No, I haven't been to AMC. Okay, but you've seen how Alex done the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole thing. Every time you go to AMC, she's she says yeah, the whole thing. They're telling us how yeah. amazing movies are. And so, uh, Saw did a whole commercial thing about like it's the uh what's it called the jigsaw Jack the puppet the puppet the oh. jigsaw is just like riding his tricycle and saying like we come to amc or we come to saw to we- watch people get tortured and, <laughs> and it's like it's its own we to watch him get brutalized yeah and and like and it's like you, sh- you should look it up but it's like legit just Ma- mocking the AMC thing, mm. and there he's actually in the theater. So he's like going down. The oh, he's hall. in the theater. He's in the hall. Oh, like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It, it, it's <laughs> legit hilarious because it's like, uh, like you know, uh, riding his little tricycle down the hall, and then he looks uh, like at a door. And it's like people being tortured or something <laughs> like that. Or like, and then he's sitting down watching the movie, and it's like yeah. a the saw movie, or whatever. Mm. But anyways, the point of the story is AMC reached out and was like, "Hey, we do not like that you did that without a." consent or permission so they said if you want uh, if you ever want another saw movie be played in amc you will take it down and they took it down like two days after like, oh, lame as hell yeah oh, they didn't like it. it it's a parody <laughs> it's everybody memes it's that a- fucking ad anyway it's i was gonna like- say they should they should have felt uh what is it called like honored that they did that like you know they could have chosen cinema right? i don't know have some goddamn respect for saw <laughs> <laughs> but nah uh but yeah saw saw movie it was good and uh, they made, I saw the new, uh, well, Adult feature featured a movie one day. The new Exorcist film, The Exorcist Believer. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. watched uh, this other movie called When Evil Lurks. Uh, it's an huh. Argentinian film. It's also a movie about possession. And uh, I guess which one was better? Exorcist. <laughs> just because I saw it. I, oh, you watched it too? I watched you, Give me your thoughts on it. I want to hear what you think. I mean... It, it so it was funny to me it wasn't like anything like scary <clears throat> even though the friends that i did watch it with uh like the two my sister and her friend they were terrified by it but i was just they laughing were? The whole time. they were terrified by it but i was just laughing the entire time this shit goofy as hell <laughs> it was very <laughs> it like especially in the point when it's like supposed to be like very dramatic and like you know all these you know no spoilers mm-hmm. but when all these people come in together and like you know try to defeat the evil that was 
make me laugh so hard. I cannot stop laughing. Bro, and people were looking shit. at me weird in the theater like, why are you laughing? I was like, this, this. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but my friend was saying, because he's seen the uh, original Exorcist, and he yeah. said that they were trying to like not, I guess, be as closest to the original, but still have some things to the original. But yeah, he was a, they, they did it terribly. But I mean, I, eh, I, you know, it was an okay watch. I wouldn't watch it again. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought the movie was pretty horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, okay, like I tried to, I go, I went into it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to forget my love for the original film. I'm going to watch it mm. as its own thing. Wow. And I was like, for a little bit, I was kind of like, okay, this is not the worst. Mm-hmm. But then the second they bring back the original mom from the movie, the whole movie just decides to yeah. become the most like MCU like yeah <laughs> because yeah, like this no weird kidding. marvel like kind of like thing they're doing with it where it's like they're trying to like make trying to make everything connect mm. and then like yeah they do like this weird thing with the character that is like completely disrespectful to the original film too i'm just kind of like <laughs> what is this and it's like it's like the whole movie like forgot about the point of the movie like they think the point of the movie is like the possessed little girl mm-hmm. and it's not it's like it's, the movie is literally called the exorcist and this is about the exorcist experience dealing with all this like religious shit and like even questioning their own religion <clears throat> right and, and the process of it and like fa- facing like real evil but in this movie it just kind of like it is kind of like threw it out the window kind of like <laughs> oh yeah it's like oh yeah evil bad <laughs> like that, that, like that's the most Evil basic. <laughs> but I like the uh, the dad, the guy that played the dad, dad, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. He played the he was the black father. Remember that part toward the end of the movie where uh, the priest comes in? Yes, he, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, he finally, finally comes in. Yeah, my my a friend of mine, I went with like three other dudes. Yeah, and like, a friend of mine actually clapped at that scene. I was like, and I hit him so hard. <laughs> I was like, don't you dare be clapping for this He's bullshit. He's like, yes. He's like, hey. He, he reacted the way the director imagined people would react. Yeah, be like, oh, he's here. He's here. And then they get his necks fucking entwined later, like two seconds later. And then uh, the, and then that fucking vapor that came from that girl's Oh, yeah. looked terrible. You know that, Jonathan. Like the green mist. They, so, my, my, uh, what was it? Um. Well, my friend was like, man, that looked like that one tobacco commercial. Remember when they were like, the, if you vape, you like, yeah. you know, have a hundred like metal, metal particles or whatever. I was like, no. Like you can literally see the outline of the effect. Mm. Yeah. It's like, it, it really takes you out. They, rushed, just, like, they just gave up job. on yeah, that one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. But, uh, yeah. Then, but when evil lurks, that's the other possession film I saw. Mm. That movie is the probably the most fucked up movie I've seen this year. Like, wow, it's like that some actual like disturbing shit in this movie. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much, but basically, like these Argentinian guys come across this family, and uh, they find this this uh, the father of the family is like is he's like he's been possessed, mm. and he's and he's like he looks like he looks like a he looks like a you remember the Baron Harkonnen from Dune? Yes, he looks like that, but like grosser. <laughs> he has warts all over his body. Oh he's all, he's all fat. And he look, and he's fucking he's like he's going he's around saying, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, it looks like gluttony. Uh, I was <laughs> gonna say, uh, uh, um, what was it? Was it? It was it in Spanish? Because it's from Argentina. Yeah, or, yeah, okay, Argentina, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the whole film is in Spanish. But uh, yeah, and then then something happens where it's like, okay, now the evil's infesting the whole town, and and hmm. a lot of uh, disturbing shit happens from it. And it's like the it just felt like the I'm actually watching evil in a film. <laughs> That's 
that's interesting because you know now that I think about it, all the movies like that I've seen haven't taken it that far. Where like evil is that strong or that powerful enough to like reach a whole town? No, you feel like the whole you feel like uh, like things are really going down in this movie. Like wow. you feel like the the fear in everybody when this starts happening. And yeah, they really go for it with a lot of the gore and violence and like a lot of a lot of things happen. <laughs> I want I want to say more about it, but I want you guys to check it out. Um, um, well, it's funny because I'm reading reading the uh, I guess we'll call it the little tagline or yeah. summary. In a remote village, two brothers find a demon infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. Yeah, that's the, uh, <laughs> the short little tag like that. That that sounds <laughs> just reading a, a demon infected man. Just about to give birth to evil itself. <laughs> it's playing like in some theaters right now, limited. But uh, mm. by the end, I'm just gonna be on this app called Shutter, which is like a horror film app. Mm. So uh, I have a Shutter app. So when by the end, by the time that movie comes out, uh, it comes out like October 27th. I think I'm gonna give you guys my Shutter account so you can watch it for sure. I definitely want you guys to check I it get out, scared. get your I thoughts mean, on it. Uh, Alec, yeah. On the scale of you know. Zero goriness to Evil Dead Rise goriness. Oh, there's more than Evil Dead Rise. Dang, that is crazy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that that movie towards the end, man. I was like, what? <laughs> Definitely, they more needed than Evil buckets, Dead Rise. Yeah. gallons. Yeah, that okay. goes for it. Like it doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Then I uh, for TV, I watched the uh, the new uh, the boy spinoff Gen V. <gasps> I watched like, the first four episodes. I haven't seen the newest episode yet. Nice. But uh, Gen V is basically about um takes place in the boys universe of course from right. the Amazon superhero show, mm-hmm. and um is about these uh the college part of the universe where uh, these superheroes train to be heroes or you know right as much as a hero you can be in the boys universe yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah they're all Super. and yeah they got all these characters and he's hella fat sorry. but yeah they got all these new characters there and you follow like the new character name um i think her name is maria moreau i think her name is and uh yeah she has a tragic past but she eventually like gets accepted into uh godolkin uh college university i think it's called she enters and she meets all these characters and you got this kind of like this uh this kind of like homelander like wannabe guy Mm. named uh, uh golden boy and uh-huh. you got this other character who's like a who can control metal, and he's like a legacy guy. So his dad like was a superhero before him. Oh, I guess yeah. And you got this other character, which is interesting. Basically, their power is to like she can they can shift between being a woman and a man, and and each and and both of them have their own set of powers that are different from each other. It's very it's, it's really interesting how they do it. It's just so it. <laughs> Their power is they could turn male or female. Yeah. And when they do turn male or female, they have different powers. Yeah. Yeah. Each. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting how they do it. But yeah, I put a trailer. I thought it was going to be one thing. I was kind of like, okay, I can know what to expect from the boys. Yeah. Spinoff. And by the end of the first episode, like, okay, I was, like, I was like, okay, what the fuck is this show going to be now? Because huh. like it's, it has a very good, it's a very good payoff by the end of the episode where you're kind of like, oh shit. Now I really want to see what's going to happen because this, this can shifted the whole idea of what the show could be. Right. Does it seem like uh, they're going to kind of eventually join into the? Board? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is like this is going to have like a big implication for the uh, season four, the newest episode, the newest season of uh, the Voice for okay. sure. Huh. So, yeah. 
I'm intrigued to see how that goes. But yeah, I, I really like the show so far. It's probably on par with the the first season of the boys, honestly. Wow. Like yeah, so I recommend that. <clears throat> uh but yeah, that's basically what I've been watching lately. Oh nice. Uh so I so I had been I kind of wanted to tackle the saws. Um so I started so I watched one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Um good, good. I'll probably watch some more when I go home. Because uh, I do want to watch the new one. Uh, I was watching Hijack, the Apple TV series with Is- uh, Idris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, takes place on a plane. It, most of it kind of takes place on the plane, but then they have like some stuff kind of happening outside on, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's interesting how he's like this professional negotiator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's telling like the the... I guess we'll say the kidnappers or whoever. Um, yeah, I don't really care about anybody else on this plane. I'm just trying to go home. Uh, <laughs> he's me just, for real? He's, yeah, he's just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm trying to go home. I will help you uh, whatever you need me to do. So he's legit, like, helping them. But he, he it's crazy because he's playing, like, both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, gaining the trust of, like, the leader. Um, and then he's all like, yeah, but. At the same time, it's like, hey, we need to we need to start trying to figure out how we're going to take these motherfuckers out. Like, how are we going to figure it out? Um, but it's really good. He's he's pretty solid in it, um, and I like that it that it takes most of it kind of takes place on the plane, and you're just trying to see like, okay, mm-hmm. who's in on it? How are they going to get out of it? Uh, this is a good watch, so I, I suggest that. Um, I watched seven, and then I started watching the Prestige Prestige yeah. uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, Jonathan said he's not going to be there till like three thirty. So I was like, all right, let me let me put it on. Um, didn't finish it, but I'm gonna go back and finish that. And it's then my favorite Nolan movie is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's interesting. All <laughs> <laughs> the movie that's like my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I started watching Wrestlers on Netflix uh, last night. Mm-hmm. It's like a docu series about. Oh yeah, uh, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of seeing like the the struggles that that they go through because it's mm. like a small little independent company. Um, and I got to the episode where uh, the co owner Matt mm. had a fucking seizure. Oh yeah, that was crazy. And so I'm sitting there, you know, I'm watching it, but I'm kind of on my phone, <laughs> and they're talking to him. He's talking to for. for Backstory of it. He's talking to uh, some people about like the this guy who kind of he didn't even call him out on on Facebook in their group or whatever. He was just like saying, "Hey, I'm just trying to know when shit's gonna happen." Yeah. And Matt was just like, "Anybody else, I would have fired him." I'm letting you know that right now. Anybody <laughs> else, I'm 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 not gonna shit. I'm firing him. I'm like, okay, it, it didn't seem that bad. So so then one of the one of the uh, instructors is talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, next time, you know, let out let out snow." deal with that mm-hmm. and he was as he was talking he was kind of blinking so then when they show matt and matt blinking right i'm thinking i'm like the balls on this guy like he's he's making fun of him right in front of him as he's talking right and then he just starts going into <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect react recreation. I'm sitting there, I'm, and I'm 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 like kind of slouched in my chair, I know. and then I see him like fucking, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it goes on for like quite it, a while. It's so uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. because it's like you don't see 
you don't think like, oh shit, this man's having a seizure. Yeah. And then somebody's like, oh, he's having a seizure. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And like, <laughs> it's crazy because any other like show, like, right, it's cameras off. But they they were like right there. Like if I'm like if I'm the cameraman <laughs> and up. Alec is the person. Oh god. And they're filming him and he goes into seizure yeah, mode. Yeah. And it's like it's almost like they don't know because they're still filming him. I'm sure they don't know. <laughs> and so he they're just like and then they're like, oh shit. And then you see the camera just like start to fucking back out. I'm like, this shit is insane. <laughs> and then this motherfucker's talking about, no, I'm fine. I'm just gonna drive home. The fuck you what? are? What? No, After, you're not. No, like, Matt. No. no. What if, what if you're going to the hospital, Matt? <laughs> he's, he's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just, I'm fine. It's like Matt. Can you even feel your fucking hands right now? <laughs> oh god. Like, but yeah. So that was pretty intense. Um, I had never seen anything like that. <laughs> I was like, this is. This is. I don't know if I should be watching this. <laughs> so I feel guilty. I had, um, had to keep continuing for Hollywood Haley J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Hollywood Haley J, baby. Yeah, it's funny because she's actually pretty good. Oh yeah, she's good. Um, but yeah, nobody nobody likes Matt at all. <laughs> uh, they're all like, man, I would I would have fucked him up if he wasn't paying me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's how that works. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good show. Docu series, it's only like seven episodes, so you can kind of breeze through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what I that's what I've been watching. Cool. Yeah. So Alec, today in <clears throat> film history, film history, uh, <laughs> film history, yes, on this day in film history, it's today, said October fifteenth, and uh, nineteen fifty nine, the television series I Love Lucy, starring Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, debuts on CBS. You guys were, ever seen I Love Lucy? Yes. Yeah. They were husband and no. wife. Yeah, real life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. How about you, John? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I've heard of it. I love I love that show. I remember mm. watching on TV, not TV, TV Land? Land. Yeah, TV Land. Yeah, mm-hmm. All yeah the TV Land back. <clears throat> yeah. I watched a lot of classic shows on that channel, but yeah, I love that show. It's a funny. It's a funny little. Uh, you know, little it's like a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. It was like she was like the pretty much like the first like real like female like comedy star to like uh-huh. have her own series basically. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So yeah, it's pretty legendary stuff. You've never heard Lucy? You got some explaining to do. No. All right. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just culturally, just... culturally inept. There <laughs> <laughs> go. Need, need to add that. <laughs> but yeah, I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news. With John Burgundy. Bitches. All right, all right, all right. So today we got the box office reports for the weekend of October 13th through the 15th. We got number one coming in at uh, Taylor Swift, The Era's Tour with $96 million. Uh, then we got number two, The Exorcist Believer, $11 million. Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie, $7 million. Saw 10 with 5.7 million, and then we got the creator at 4.3 million. When did Saw 10 come out or X? When did that come out? Like two weeks ago. And then Paw Patrol? Okay. That came Same out day. about. Was it? Same day, yeah. Yeah. Two oh, weeks okay. ago, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the, on the Taylor Swift thing, uh, congratulations, white women. You have won the year. You've had your Black Panther in Barbie, <laughs> and now you have your... <laughs> And now you have your avatar, the way of water, <laughs> Taylor Swift, movie. and you and you've taken over fucking football too. So you thank have, you. yeah. The Swifties and white women so have like, won literally every time there's a Chiefs game. <laughs> oh my god, Taylor Swift is here. Taylor Swift is in the skybox. Taylor Swift is here, people. It's like well, just fucking show her the whole game. Then at this point, <laughs> and their little reactions. They even in the NFL even like put like her uh, her reactions as their uh, their banner. Oh my god! I was kind of like y'all. Y'all need to calm down. It's like they they get. Like, I get it. They get yeah. It's like they get one high profile celebrity, <laughs> and they're whoring themselves. <laughs> like, whoring like, please Taylor, just come to any game. We'll hey, show you. Hey, she's on top of the world right now, so her movie's making bank. It's yeah, funny because it made bank. It's 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 hilarious because it's like. She had a like a a silent period for like a couple years. She did, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, it's just like her tour was like, oh, fucking billion dollars. It's like how? I yeah. mean, it's the craziest thing because it's like she's been around like an extremely long time. Like she's been around since like we were in yeah. school, probably. Yeah, so it's like yeah, it's like and she's like probably like what thirty four, thirty five now. I think I remember seeing yeah something like that. Yeah, she's been around for a really really long time, and yeah, but she's like she was popular back in the day, but now she's like. Um, Beyonce mega star, yeah. yeah, she's like, a yeah, mega she's star, like yeah. huge. Which is which is wild because, like I said, like she was quiet for mm-hmm. years, yeah. seemed like, and then all of a sudden, which is like, oh, I'm I'm here. Are you ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> a billion dollars, like what? Are yeah, you doing? yeah. The craziest thing about it, she like produced the whole movie on her her own. Like, yeah, like she's like the sole producer. It came from her Taylor Swift production company. Yep, she made a deal with AMC and uh, Cinemark. To like dis- distribute these film, this film, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's gonna get majority of the money, so she yeah, she can retire at this point if she wants to, probably. Especially after like her the uh, the tour she went on, it's like it's like made four billion dollars in profit. I it think, was one it? of the highest That's grossing yeah. tours ever. Yeah, it saved the like it saved the economy. <laughs> yeah, it saved the economy. <laughs> Leave it to Taylor. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like. Uh, yes, we joke around and all that, but honestly, to me, like like Alex says, man, my respect to her because you know she He's has such a Swifty. Made... No, 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 no. But look, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I was like, you know, because okay, I will say this: I went to go watch the the, the Taylor Swift uh, um, tour movie, whatever the Eras, the Eras tour thing, <laughs> and like. Um, it's just like you know thinking because she she sang like all her like hits from like when kind of like started and all that and i'm like it's crazy how somebody can start off really successful in like the um country music Mm -hmm. and then transition really well and then go hard still in pop you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. very it's rarely it's like unheard of yeah but she was able to do it and it's like you know okay my respect and then with the whole thing of like her tour that the like as complex as she made it was crazy like just the um the i was just like you know seeing a whole, whole lot of behind the scenes stuff where like you know she had like a big crew just mm-hmm. to uh build the stage and all that and she had i think like uh two crews one was building while the other one was on the road and building ahead of time yeah uh, because it took forever to build and all that and it was like you know just so complex of how everything came together and that's what i'm like okay man my respect to this and then like alex said her being a producer on this thing and like I this like when I watched it in theater because I watched it in the New Parkway um, uh, theater in Oakland, yeah. it's a very small place, but it was uh 
uh, the guy came in, the owner of the theater was like, I'm going to just let you guys know this movie is very loud. <laughs> he said it. He said it like yeah, this yeah, movie is very movie. loud. Yeah. So he passed out like earplugs for anybody that wanted to hear it. Cause he was like, cause there were some like, you know, older people there too. So like, yeah, I'm gonna pass out. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna pass out these earplugs for anybody who wants to, you know, Taylor said, you're going to hear me. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. But like when I was, when I was in there, bro, as soon as the movie started, all you hear is fans screaming. Rah! And I'm like, dude, I felt immersed. I was like, Oh my God, I'm in this, I'm in this, like, you he know, the Coliseum. And like, <laughs> I just, like, man, I don't know. It was just like really, really well made. Like, you know, I, I can't complain. It was just like really well, really well made. Did you have any like crazy fans in there? Just being like, cause I know it seems like some so, TikToks and shit of them acting like a cult. <laughs> so some of them were dancing. Some yeah. of them were dancing and like you know recording and and yeah it was it was like it felt like a sing along in there because there were some people singing along too I'm like well <laughs> see this is why I didn't go to theaters this weekend I'm like I'm I'm not gonna be able to handle <laughs> no, hearing it's these people so loud I went to the restroom <laughs> I could hear them from the restroom it's so loud <laughs> you belong you belong with me. Oh God but yeah no it was, uh, yeah you it seen, was a trip you, you seen uh, the TikToks of like people like fucking going crazy in the theater right it was like they're literally so, doing the whole midsummer like fucking yeah <laughs> no joke they're like so, holding hands and like going around so, in a circle so i was gonna say um i saw that amc announced ahead of time that you were allowed to sing along and be loud and like enjoy it because you know how usually in movies you like quiet down like quiet no taking pictures and like you know use no using your phone and all that but for this they encouraged it because it's like a whole different um, experience so i thought it was like something like whoa you know, it's like, yeah, as cringe as it is, there's a lot of fucked up things happening up in the world right now. <laughs> there is. There really I is. I know. And, uh, but, like, it's like this makes people happy during these dark times. I'm just, go ahead. Go and dance to Taylor Swift in the middle of the theater. Midsummer style. Fucking shake, shake that ass for Tay Tay. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> oh you made a whole fucking short film about an ex-boyfriend. Get the fuck off yourself. I mean, I'm like, there's a lot of film makers that do that. <laughs> but, is, but, is, but is their whole catalog that, Alec? Shit. <laughs> I can name a few. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? My respect that she's able to turn her, like, sadness into profits. Like That's the goal. Yeah. She literally turned her, like, life tragedy into money. Like, I'm like. And she is actually making her directorial debut soon on the feature film. Oh, shoot. So, we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure she'll do a good job. I don't know how the story's going to be, but we'll see. Well, hopefully the, hopefully the writing. <laughs> hopefully the writing is there. Hopefully the writing is there. So, according to writing. Uh, I don't know a couple. Oh. Of, uh, yeah, you see what I did? Hey, that, was actually, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Last episode, we were talking about uh, the WGA and the SAG strikes, but we have an update now. Uh, so the Writers Guild of America strike has finally come to an end, and for that we need. Yes, you heard it. Congratulations, writers! You got what you wanted. Yes. For the most part. So all uh, after four months of labor disputes with the AM, AMPTP, uh, the WGA negotiation uh, negotiating committee, uh, which consists of writers such as John August uh, from Big Fish and Academy Award nominee Eric Heiser 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 uh, from Arrival, 
sat at the negotiating uh, table with Hollywood big wigs such as David Sazlav from, uh, as we know, Warner Brothers Discovery. Testing you guys. Testing you guys. I was going to say boo, but then you looked at me. (laughs) (laughs) Ted Ted Sarah uh, Sarandis from Netflix and Bob Iger Disney, among others. Uh, After four days of meeting in late September, the two parties reached a tentative uh, agreement on a new contract, which the WGA made a near unanimous vote to put into effect, ending the strike on September 27th. Uh, to sum up the new contract, the residual base was updated by 26%. Uh, studios will have uh, to share streaming data to uh, to writers and pay them based on the series or film's success rate. Uh, the AI-based tools, such as uh, ChatGBT, will only be used as an option if the writer chooses to use it uh, instead of the studio enforcing it. Uh, while we celebrate the WGA getting almost everything they've uh, requested in this very exceptional new deal, the SAG conversations are another story. SAG and AMPTP made a joint statement on October 9th announcing a meeting uh, would take place on October 11th. However, uh, meetings fell through as the AMPTP suspended future discussions with SAG committee after their proposal. SAG president, uh, Fran Drescher. Oh, Fran Drescher. Fran, what? Fran. Fran Drescher. <laughs> Fran Drescher. Fran. <laughs> uh, called, called the producers um, disrespectful on how they handled the discussions. Uh, what do we think of these updates and how much longer do you think the SAG strikes will continue? Thoughts? Jamal. Um... It seems like it seems like these are gonna go on, mm. um, and that's not good. If like they set a meeting and then it fell through, yeah, and then suspended future discussions after yeah. after their proposal. Yeah, like they had a meeting and then like the SAC committee came up with their uh, basically like their the, uh, what they want their offer. Yeah, they came up with that, and then and uh, the AMPTP said, "Fuck that." <laughs> And then that's not even me. We're gonna yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we're gonna suspend it. And uh, I think wow, like the biggest thing they were like mad about, or at least they didn't want to talk about Berber was like after the SAG basically wanted like a two percent of the residuals. Which I'm like, I'm just like that. That sounds fair. Yeah, two percent. That's a a small amount. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't even sound like. Yeah, and then especially the credit of Zaslav, who like has a five hundred million dollar per year like payment, and it's like fuck. Like two percent, like you can't, <laughs> I can't come off of two percent. Exactly. I don't know. It just, it just seems like, mm. it. It also now seems that since they got the writers, it's like, well, SAG, mm-hmm. come on. Um, mm. But it, I, I almost kind of think maybe like the writers should have just waited too. You know, like, I don't. But I don't know. I don't mm. know how that would have worked. Like. Mm-hmm. If both of them, SAG and, and the WGA, are holding out, I feel like that makes the like the demands met greater, I guess, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But, hey, the writers got mostly what they wanted, so good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I think SAG will, too, because you need them. They're the other piece of the puzzle. <laughs> Those are important. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking, it's like, yeah, you got the writers, but it's like, well, we're, we're not coming back to fucking work. Mm-hmm. So. I think I think if anything, maybe maybe December ish might get a deal done. That's a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
it I mean if it just I guess it all just depends on how far apart they are mm. um on on their talks. Well, actors even come in like in December cuz it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> like, all with their families. Like, how about that? they all with their families they're like all right you can go back to acting now. I was like well, well I'll be back in like oh, two weeks. Yeah. I'm fucking celebrating Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> so I don't know because then it's like if they if they what if they f- get something in November like would they still leave in like well I've already got holiday plans. Yeah, they got holiday plans and like they can't Oh, maybe they can't promote movies that haven't come out yet. Yeah, that's true. So that's the most they can do. Instead of like filming whole of movies. It just it just seems it just seems very weird that mm-hmm. like that the studios are playing like super hardball when you need the writers and you need the actors. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you probably got some stuff, you know, for months already planned to come out. See, the way I see it is um the Warner Brothers uh Zoslav, he's tripping. Well, he's because, just he's just dumb. No, because <laughs> he's holding out on Dune Two, which no, he's gonna get lots of money, yeah, right? Four. He's gonna get lots of money from Dune Two, but he doesn't want to promote it because he needs the actors to promote it, and the actors can't promote it if they're not allowed to work, right? With the whole strike and all that. Yeah. So he's promoting, you know, like he is stumbling on himself. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's uh, he's stopping himself from getting money right now. That's the way I see well, it. Well, and, and that's what I, that's kind of what I was like, I guess, getting to with the WGA. Like, right. what if they would have just said, no, we don't like that offer? Then what? I feel like that. I feel like the AMTP would be like, all right, fuck y'all. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, dude, nothing with it. And then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it was, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they're being so stingy regardless anyway, but they know they're in like a bad spot. How they're not making any money. Mm hmm. And the who, the studios? producers, oh, okay. yeah, producer studios, just say. But that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think if if SAG and WGA like just held out hard to their guns and like super forced the studio's hand, like all right, where the studios was like, all right, we'll just give you whatever fuck. You think that would happen? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Like you know, imagine a lot of these like they're that's like their only source of income for a lot of these people. I so, get that. Like, yeah. But then also, if the studios aren't putting out anything, it's I feel like it it forces them to be like shit. Like I mean, right. like we'll a, go we'll go a little bit above, you know. I mean, they'll have yeah. to wait a year until like they're not yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're they're willing to be able to wait a whole There's ass a year because you know, they a lot have things they still have in, in uh, pre post production exactly. That that's what I'm saying. Yet. Like they have they probably have like catalog of stuff that they haven't even released yet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so they're like, we don't care. We're just putting out garbage <laughs> like Alex says we don't care we put out garbage you know that's still putting stuff out there yeah and like you know we can wait out you know a whole another year while you know they suffer lose their homes <laughs> get evicted they'd have to move back or whatever that's what I was like yes lose, lose your house lose your home writer <laughs> Which home? <laughs> what, what home were you talking Why about? Why I sit in my mansion? They, they didn't have homes to begin with. <laughs> well, I sit in my manor and watch from afar. I don't know. It just... <sighs> the, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Tricky, tricky. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, the SAG actors definitely need to fight the whole AI shit. You know, it's, getting, it's getting weird. Did you see that clip going around? There's like, um, Disney Channel released this, like, movie. And uh, they have they have a scene where it's like um they're in like a like a basketball court in the gym, mm-hmm. 
and uh, they they have a shot like okay it looks normal and then like they have a shot of the crowd and like in the middle of the crowd there's like these there's like these CGI created people that look like the Sims and they come and and this is because they scan they scan actors basically extras without their consent basically they just tell them like all right just step in here we'll scan you and we're not gonna tell you what what's gonna really happen with you right. after that but we're, <laughs> we're not gonna, gonna pay get, you you're gonna get radiation we're cancer not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna pay you at all but we're gonna put scans of you into as many films as we want and they're not getting paid for it i need to and look it up i haven't yeah. i haven't like look up that clip of like uh like sag i'm uh, not sag uh ai people and digital scan people in like a disney channel movie okay Cause yeah, it looks weird. It's scar- the scariest thing I've seen this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I blame for this? Yeah, <laughs> Paul Walker. <laughs> no, they've been doing the digital people thing for like years. <laughs> by Paul Walker, because he is the most well-known one that started this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Where, what is it called? Because AI I- actors. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Because I said I typed in like AI scan people look up, in Disney Channel. Yeah, look up prom pack. Prom pack. Yeah, that's, oh, what, that's what it is. That's what yeah. it's called. Prom. It says Disney movie prom pact freaks out audiences with horrendous AI extras. Let me. Uh, <laughs> I found the clip. Let me. Um. This is just. Uh, oh wait. You find it? Uh, which one? Like I have it right here. Oh yeah. Like right there. Oh shit. That's terrifying. Like, <laughs> I couldn't find it. Let me pause it uh, for Jonathan so you can see. Because it's kind of fast. But like here. Looks like some shit straight out of a video game. Okay. Go ahead and press play. Or is it just. No, that's it. I'm just going to be like a two second clip. But yeah, this is a picture. Like, yeah. You see it? It looks like somebody photoshopped them right there. It looks really bad. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even know why they thought. That would pass. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why would you put them in the middle? Now, like, now, right? well, hold on. You know what I thought when I first when Alec first said it? I thought it was like a like a wide shot, and no. it was just like like that, not they're, like an actual legit close up shot, but like a, front and center. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, like this, this. This is the future Bob Iger wants. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is filmmaking for him. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's scary. It's weird. Man, imagine like seeing a a horrible fucked up version of you disappear in a random movie that you didn't even get paid for. (laughs) 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 But yeah, hopefully they get that set. Where's Waldo? Oh my goodness! Yeah, hopefully they can. uh, Yeah, hopefully this can all be over and we can expand to some other opportunities. So, speaking of opportunities, <laughs> uh, A24, Alex's favorite uh, film uh, shut the fuck studio up. house. Uh, expands to franchise. Me. What? <laughs> oh, okay. It suddenly changed, guys. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't change at all. <laughs> I, so, know, I was like, why are you calling me the A24 guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> so, uh, if you're a fan of movies, you have uh, most definitely heard of the name A24. A24 is an independent entertainment company that specializes in movies and TV along with film distribution. Uh, they have become well known over the last eleven years for their uh, auteur-driven, a two-driven <laughs> horror and dramatic films, which some consider to be on the art house side of filmmaking. Uh, 
While being outside of the box uh, for the average audience, a lot of their films have generated solid financial success and critical acclaim with films such as Ex uh, Ex Machina, 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 I thought it was Machina, Ex Machina, Moonlight, and Everything Everywhere All at Once, Home, uh, Taking Home Oscar Gold. Recently, A24 has decided to take a shift into experimenting with uh, action-based films and IPs. Earlier this year, A24 released one of their biggest, if not their biggest, project to date in the $35 million dark comedy horror film uh, Bo is Afraid, directed by one of uh, the studio's most famous filmmakers, Ari Aster. While the film garnered acclaim, from critics, uh, the film's tone, along with uh, the three-hour runtime lead uh, to mainstream audiences, have uh, having a mixed reaction, causing the film to lose $35 million uh, for the studio. This more sure wins. Uh, so this loss ultimately made the studio looking look into having more sure wins under their belt. They're already developing a um, Friday the 13th prequel series called Crystal Take. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Crystal Take. Crystal Lake. Crystal, crystal Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Crystal Pepsi series. <laughs> crystal Lake uh, show run by Hannibal uh, creator Brian Fuller and had discussions to purchase the Halloween franchise rights but ultimately lost uh, the bet to Miramax. While the studio wants to expand on the type of films and shows they make, they assure the fans that they will still very much be focused on the kind of films A24 has been uh, has become known for. Uh, what do we think uh, about this new experience for the studio, and what do you think uh, it's sellout move? Uh, do you think it's a sellout move or a smart decision, Alec? Oh yeah. I was kind of like thinking, I was like, I remember reading it and I remember seeing some people being like, oh, A24 is over. They have, they're done as a company. They're starting to become Disney and Marvel. <laughs> they they want to do franchises now. And then I actually read the article and then reading it, I'm like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Because this is like, this is like, I feel like they could do movies where they can make more kind of like everything or everywhere all at once type of movies it's like because that's kind of like even though it was a weird movie it still like has like mainstream potential where it has action and it has comedy and it has like enough dramatic you know and dramatic moments to like really get people into the story and just like yeah it really like a have access with the mainstream audience. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking they make, and they make more movies kind of like that and they like, keep it kind of low, budget because everything every world at once, wasn't like a huge budget or anything. I think it was probably like $20 million or something like that. Wow. They can make these bigger action movies or what have you. And then like, they can make more of their like weird artsy stuff that they're usually known for, I guess. It was mm-hmm. about 14 to about 25 million. Yeah. 14 to 20. Yeah. That's about right. They could make movies like they, we used to get as a, as a country. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know like like the original Terminator that was like a low budget film for his time wow James Cameron's Terminator wow but yeah still like a high high concept like low budget action film that made a ton of money mm-hmm. back in the day and same with like Robocop uh, 
like things like that. I think I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'll play devil's advocate. I think people, I think people kind of reacted like that because it's like, okay, yeah, you'll start out and you'll still keep doing like those kind of, mm-hmm. you know, films that they're known for. And then it's like, and now we're going to just shift into franchises and IP <laughs> and whatever else, you yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like that could happen. Uh, especially if they start making stuff and it starts taking off and like mm-hmm. then then it just becomes like I think people see A24 as like not not like a way in but like they'll take a chance on on like the smaller budgets yeah. films movies that probably wouldn't get made but like they'll take a chance on it and who knows it could blow up and mm-hmm. you know you it could do great things and you know start careers or whatnot mm-hmm. and so i think when people see that like oh shit here we go mm-hmm. like they're they're getting franchises and ips now you know but i mean it could they could very well still kind of have you know both kind of split right. and 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 doing it i think we're in 2023 I think maybe by like 20, maybe 2027, 20, 2028, 20, mm-hmm. maybe they are just like full on, you know, mm-hmm. IP and shit. <laughs> and it's just, huh. and, and, and I say that because it's just, I think it all depends on like, they're, obviously it, they're, what they're going to put out is going to be great. Mm-hmm. When you have three Oscars coming from there, it's yeah. like, yeah, we can fucking kind of do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, once they start making, if they, if they hit a home run on a couple of them and they make money, they're like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. You know, so I could kind of see that. Anything you know? Um, so I see it as this. Uh, as a strategic um, business standpoint, it's a great pivot because, you know, they're trying to play it safe. Um, you know, the Ari Aster kind of like was a wake-up call for them. I kind of think of it as like what Abby uh, that said, you know, making films to um, – big budget films in order for them to profit, get great profits to then distribute into their like other mm-hmm. more, um, you know, films that, that we've, we've, con- we've come to like, I could see it too. as like, yeah. Um, you know, Friday the 13th, like, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a franchise, but is that like, I guess it's one, of, it's one of the bigger kind of horror franchises, oh, yeah, for sure. but like when we think about it, you don't think of it as like, Oh shit! Like 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 Star Wars, right? Like Star Wars has like a it's a franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Friday the Thirteenth is like yeah, it's a franchise, but it's like it's a couple tiers right. lower. Yeah. So and it kind of almost the same with like Halloween. Um, yeah. Where where it's like I can see if they're if they take franchises that they have these kind of cult followings and they just they kind of. Put their, yeah, put yeah. their spin on I it. I was say, yeah, exactly. Then it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if they start attacking, like, shit, we want Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, or some other gigantic, uh, like, IP or franchise out there. Then then I could see where it's like, all right, you guys are selling out. But if if they're taking ones where it's like, yeah, it's got a good following, but it's it never, like, hit fucking, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, if they, like, if they were to do, like, Chucky. You know what I mean? Like it's still an IP and it's a franchise, but it's not like <coughs> this monster thing. Yeah. So I could see if they're doing stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think when people hear like franchises and IPs, they instantly think of like Star Wars and mm-hmm. like Marvel and all that. 
And then I was like, there's like, there's tons of other franchises out there that are like a lot smaller. You can probably like really put your creative spin on it yeah. and not worry too much about like it being ballooning to like a $200 million thing where it's mm. like everybody, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Now mm-hmm. you're just making like a, now you're just making a movie to, to serve the, the mainstream audience in a way they think you think they want to be served, but they right. don't really like, yeah. a, like, a, they don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Because even just reading, uh, they're developing a Friday the 13th prequel, mm-hmm. just seeing, like, visualizing it, it's like, oh, okay. Like, that seems like the way that they kind of do their films, right? where it just feels like, it feels like a like a real life story almost in, yeah. some, in some of their stuff, where it feels like we're really, you know, like, we're going to find out about Jason. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it is not going to be slasher 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 mm-hmm. but like it'll have that element but it'll still have it'll have like some action it'll have some sla- like you were saying mm-hmm. um storytelling slashing and things like that like i feel like they'll put an artistic spin on it but it'll still satisfy the fan base enough to where it's like yeah we just put a couple more million dollars yeah. into it because mm-hmm. i heard like I don't, know, I don't know if it's true or not but i've heard basically their idea for it is basically just like remake each movie and like each season Hmm. Huh. So it's kind of like, and then like do their kind of like their own thing with it, which I'm kind of interested by. I like to see that. Yeah, that sounds like an interesting way to do it, and like show more of like Jason's backstory. Yeah, throughout that'd be interesting. Yeah, I think I think if they if they do if they do it like that, then I think it's like okay, mm-hmm. and, and and just kind of how they do things, it seems like like they're not a Disney franchise. No, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. It's, like you said, like we're going for blockbuster, we're going for the masses. It's like we're gonna take this franchise in this IP, but we're gonna we're gonna tell it in a different way, mm-hmm. um, and we're still gonna make a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I gotta do a little eight twenty four. How they go for you know they do make things that are really outside the box all the time. Like Bo's afraid, definitely outside the box. I can't imagine the I can't imagine a studio like Universal Studios like just like all right, yeah, we're gonna make this crazy ass three hour script into into our into reality at our production studio but yeah a24 did that they took the uh, they took the bet and then yeah they they lost money but they still made like a really good film in my opinion but like what franchises do you think that are out there that they could take and kind of put their spin on it uh i know fast and furious oh god (laughs) (laughs) that'd be amazing but um i know they remember that movie uh the green knight that they did like two years ago with uh, Dead Patel's like, oh, kind of like a oh, King oh, Arthur kind of yeah, movie. Yeah, I feel like they could do more of those. Like okay. just make movies based on King Arthur. I guess, I guess that's an IP, King Arthur. <laughs> okay. And um, what else could they do? I don't know. I, I'm like, I'll I was, just keep thinking like Robocop. I was I thinking, like for them to buy Robocop, make it closer to the original film. I was thinking more like, you know, in the horror realm of yeah. like uh, The Thing. I would like to see what, what kind of like spin they could take on the thing. The thing. Yeah. That, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems like they would definitely be like, um, kind of more horror ish. Right. Yeah. Cause Blumhouse not cutting it lately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got five nights at Freddy's coming out. That looks like a disaster. And the fucking, yeah, the exorcist <laughs> came out. That was bad. So maybe even, uh, you guys might laugh, but maybe the gremlins. Oh, oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be real interesting. Like a, I would, a new yeah. Take on the gremlins or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, shit like that. Like I think them really doing a, old, a gremlins like, you would know. be would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I put your attention. <laughs> Jamal stop right. He's like what? <laughs> Somebody say gremlins? Because it's like because it you hasn't know been touched yet. Yeah, and it and it's something that they could still implement. Kind of their um, 
kind of their their touch on it. Yeah. And yeah, that I would that would be interesting to see. Exactly. Because yeah. nobody has touched Gremlins yeah. at all, I don't think. I know I, they're making like an animated series, I think. Yeah. Over at Max, but I don't know when that's coming out, but yeah, they could also do like a new version of like uh Children of the Corn. Which which one? Children of the Corn. Hmm. Maybe I don't think I've heard of that one. <laughs> oh, they came out with uh, Talk to Me. Mm-hmm. Recently, they're playing a sequel to that, so that could I was be, gonna say that could definitely be one of their franchises. Yes, talk I was to gonna me. say they they need to expand more on that because they mm-hmm. can't just leave leave like you know. Oh no, they are a little bit of a taste in yeah. my mouth, and I'm like, I need more. Two is coming. I don't know when exactly it's coming, but I know it's coming. It's gonna be Talk to Me. No, they, that's that's the title. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> what they put in the title. Oh, really? Talk to Me. I was gonna say because that's what they did with uh, coming to America. Oh, Remember? <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I put nah. a good taste in your mouth and then a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, yeah, there's like the possibilities are pretty endless. They can right, find, right? They can find definitely find something. Yeah, but yeah, they're on a good track record of uh, talk to me. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Should we go on to more mid news? Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about Aquamid real quick. Mid. So <laughs> trouble with DC continues. Aquaman two, of course. <laughs> Aquaman 2 behind the scenes drama and the Justice League are officially out. So every other day there seems to be something going on at Warner Brothers um, with the DC Universe. Uh, Following a string of bombs and lack of marketing for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, uh, which comes out around Christmas 2023, uh, the studio finally released the trailer for the film and it got a mostly positive response with some fans saying it looks like it looks more uh of the same it's no secret that the film has gone through production issues with the constant shifting of where the film is set in uh the cinematic universe and with amber heard who plays queen mara in the film having her legal issues with former husband john jonathan depp why didn't you say john johnny depp I, you, you're like pointing me out okay hey why uh, did i say jonathan he says yeah <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, Johnny Depp. Maybe I was thinking of you. Maybe I was thinking of you. Jonathan Depp. Jonathan Depp. Oh, that was good. Um, On on October 10th, uh, Variety released a uh, an article titled "Aquaman 2: Flooded with Drama." I love that. That's a good title. (laughs) Props. We can't go over every detail of what the article gave us, but we can sum it up by giving uh, the basic summary of the film's two-year production history since it wrapped, uh, which includes multiple reshoots, having Momoa shoot a scraped cameo uh, appearance with Michael Keaton's Batman, which was scrapped uh, for a Ben Affleck cameo that has... Uh, also been scrapped. <laughs> so many <laughs> no Batman scrapped. No, no Batman's. Uh, low audience test scores. Uh, release date delays and Jason Momoa allegedly reporting uh, to set drunk. When the studio was deeply considering cutting out Amber Heard from the film, Elon Musk, an ex of Heard's, sent a message to the studio threatening them to keep her in the movie. Ooh. The fuck is he gonna do? I'm gonna send all y'all to space. I'm gonna send all y'all to <laughs> fucking X. <laughs> so uh, the producers ultimately kept Herd in, but reportedly cut 20 scenes out of the film featuring her, leaving her role in the film to be a small one. Uh, the article also reveals that after the release of Aquaman 2 on home media, 
Uh, Warner Brothers will announce that Jason Momoa will play the role of a fan alien uh, bounty the hunter. Fan favorite. Sorry. Oh, fan favorite. Sorry. A fan favorite uh, uh, alien bounty hunter named Lobo uh, in either um, Superman Legacy or in his own solo film. This chunk in the articles also confirms that uh, actors from the previous films, such as Gal Gadot, uh, Ben Affleck, Ezra Miller, and Henry Cavill, will not return in any way of uh, in their pers- respective roles in the DC universe. What do we think of all the drama, and are we happy? <laughs> are we just happy to hear that we won't have to keep uh, wondering if these actors will return or not? It just seems like a like a cluster. It's a shit show. <laughs> it's like just just release the movie. It just <laughs> just just get it over with. with it. Like, just get over with it. Jeez. Like, you know, no, no, I don't know. DC went for a lot of like you know basically like a shift in uh, leaderships over the past couple of years because they Man. feel like feel like they shifted leadership three times in like three or four years alone. Mm. Zaza being the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> but uh interesting because um because i knew it was, because we even when we were talking about it like the last episode i think or so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas like we were wanting like where is the marketing for aquaman that's coming out in two months yeah <laughs> that's coming out not near christmas yeah and we were wanting and then all of a sudden the trailer popped up that, well the teaser for the trailer was it that up. same day yeah the yeah that was like, tra- like an hour after we yeah. finished yeah the teaser for the trailer popped up and they're like okay now we're gonna market the movie now and the trailer came out but uh, then the article, then this article released detailing yeah. the, all the issues they were having and um, the Amber Heard thing. It was kind of like, damn, you all gonna let like one actor just like just like collapse your entire movie? <laughs> Which is funny because like they had fucking Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller. They, they, I was to say they went all like, <laughs> you oh, know? fucking Amber Heard. We got we got to do something about Ezra Miller. Like, you go, you go ahead and throw those chairs. He, at women. he, he just, he's like, he just has some legal issues, yeah. like, like real legal issues. But nah, it's okay. I was say legitimate like criminal acts were committed by Ezra Miller, and they were like, okay, we're gonna keep you around for a little bit longer. But no, I'm well. Good to know that they're officially off the film. Uh, off the films, I should say. Yeah. Off the DC films. No no return for Ezra Miller. Ezra Long Flash. gone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Gal Gadot is also officially gone because I remember her a couple of years, weeks ago being like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, me and James going to talk about talks, Wonder Woman like, 3. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, then DC said, the fuck you are. He was like, oh, we are? <laughs> what? We, we, we had that, that When did we have that conversation? The was, like, hell nah. They talk to my, uh, my assistant. Because that's not on my calendar. <laughs> I don't know. Gave, James Jamie, gave, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Show the tape. Gal Gadot. I don't don't even know her. Who is she? I don't know. James Gunn's in a weird spot because, like, I feel like he wants to talk about the projects Mm. he's gonna do, but he can't really fully talk about it until all these movies that they made were are out. I was gonna say the strikes going on. Like, you can't really do anything. I was gonna say, like, it seems like he's just like, all right, let's just get this out. And then we can fucking like yeah. try to let's, start to steer yeah, the shit. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's let's uh, let's take out the trash, and then let's let's <laughs> then we can start. Yeah. Then we can start with my masterpiece. Yeah, I, I wonder if this is gonna hurt him though, like because this shit is a shit show. Yeah, and so then it's like they have to navigate this. Yeah, and then it's like, hey, hey, don't worry about that, but come back now to the, to this. It's gonna be tough. Like fans man. online have already been blaming him for shit that he had nothing to do. I was with. just gonna say, no, <laughs> like it, it's just it just comes with the territory because yeah. just because you're the head, even though you had nothing to do with, it, you came on board to this shit show. 
Now you're just kind of have to like kind of like deal with the consequences. It's like the fucking fifty cent uh, meme where it's just like the, the, the fuck he just <laughs> talking shit to me for <laughs> the fuck I do, but nah. And um, uh, the whole thing about uh, Jason Moa showing showing up set drunk is pretty funny. Yeah, like what are you doing? <laughs> he, heard, like, he, I mean, of course his agent denied stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he actually because I haven't heard any other stories where he just shows up on set drunk before. But like maybe maybe he was like, ah, oh, fuck, I have to come back to Aquaman too. <laughs> I was like, maybe <laughs> like, like, that I was, that was done. There was tons of reshoots they were doing. Like shit, might as well get it a little hammered before. Yeah, I, I get- <laughs> He's, he's like, like, I gotta especially revi- acting with he's like, I gotta revisit this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wasn't th- well, wasn't there? I read somewhere that Jason Momoa would like pull pranks on Amber Heard that would like traumatize her or something like that. It was I like don't know. something like I guess like these fucking weirdo fans that were just like they took they found like her her like uh, therapy cards or papers from that she was taking. Oh, for man. therapists and like they're talking about the whole Johnny Depp thing. Yeah, and they like they like they like I don't know how they found these papers, but like because of, you know confidentiality with your therapist is pretty yeah. serious. And then they found them, and then they like and they like talked about them, everything, and like saying what she was saying, kind of make her look like the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically saying like Jason Momoa. Well, the whole the articles basically said like, oh yeah, it was like. Jason Momoa would purposely show up on set looking like Johnny Depp. Yeah, but but the pa- <laughs> like like the the documents actually say like oh yeah the way Jason Momoa dresses reminds me of Johnny Depp not like he purposely because he kind of dresses like a similar style to Johnny Depp what's it called like that bohemian kind of like hippie style yeah yeah it's kind of like you know like long glasses like, long, like, like a, big like glasses Jack Sparrow. yeah long taco meat long uh, long scarves and yeah. all that maybe like a hat. <laughs> It's like shit like that. Yeah. Boots and like, shit. Like, like booty boots with boot. the fur. <laughs> the high heel. Those weird high heel like, boot. boot. Prince type shit. Like bougie homeless man kind of. <laughs> bougie homeless man. That's basically what it looks like. Bougie muscular homeless man. Like, like, like walking out of Walgreens. <laughs> like you have millions of dollars but like you choose to dress like you. Dress like a fucking bum. Be like you got these from uh, fucking Goodwill. He's like, who dressed you? Goodwill. He's like, I'm sure. I'm sure the clothes they have are like hella expensive. Yeah, like the actual articles. But like, but like scarves, yeah. high heel boots, with a sweater vest. He's like, some sunglasses. Jason, Jason, do you want to talk about your outfit? Where do you get the scarf from? I got it from my mom. From the secondhand store. Oh, this is from Joanne's Fabrics. Secondhand store. Secondhand store from 25th Street. Hell yeah. But no, but as they say, like she, she, the style of his clothing reminding her of Johnny Depp. It wasn't like he was coming out set being like, ah, "I'm Johnny Depp, bitch." Yeah, <laughs> pulling some Jared Leto type yeah, shit. Yeah, that's oh, weird. Goodness, he but just no. shows up with the fucking Edward Scissors hands. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be insane. He just right? comes, every day he comes to set as a new Johnny Depp right? character, just fucking with her so hard. It's like. Come to set dressing as Ringo. That'd be, that'd be insane. <laughs> and, then he, and then he comes to like dress as in his court appear, <laughs> attire. Court attire. But but you know what I think this whole thing? I think this whole thing is this WB uh finding a way to blame all the uh the failures of this movie. I'm I'm assuming on, actors. Gonna, on 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 uh, mainly on Amber Heard because it feels like they're because you know she's like the enemy of the of the, the public eye. Of the public eye. So they're like, okay, just blame all the, it's like all, all the reshoots to blame Amber Heard. 
Makes sense. All the, <laughs> all the, we're all the reason the, we're failing. Any, any She's part the reason. Of, all the bad writing. Oh, Amber Heard. Yeah. Any, anything, anything that's bad in this movie, you can blame. She, she came into the room one day and the whole mood changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I don't know. People have their opinions on Amber Heard. I'm just right. kind of like I don't really care too much about that whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. I just know they're they're both being terrible to each other. And but yeah, so I mean, but he toxic. I think he's a toxic, he, very, yeah. very extremely toxic relationship. I think he definitely got a little bit worse of it because everybody just like instantly canceled his ass. Oh no, they did. You know yeah, what yeah. I, mean? I mean, that's the terrible thing about yeah. it. Like instead of like actually like waiting to see like what happened, development, they're like, okay, nope, no more Pirates of Caribbean for you, Johnny yeah. Depp. And so like, yeah, I feel like I mean, hey, she kind of gets. And I'm do. pissed about that. <laughs> no he was word. gonna write one. No he was gonna write like the last one. Oh, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> Is he a writer? He wanted to. He said he wanted to that one. <laughs> he wanted to. <laughs> he wanted yeah, to try it. He was definitely gonna attempt it. Hey, give me like uh two hundred million dollars and I'm gonna try to write this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny. He's like, hey, they're like Johnny, expensive. Johnny. We we need the old, we need the old, the Johnny. world to be open more. We need Johnny. the world to be open more. Johnny, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But no, the, the other crazy thing about that, the whole Elon Musk shit is coming in. Oh, my goodness. Sending him a hate-filled letter. Being, yeah, like, like, being like, keep keep her in the movie or I will destroy your studio. Basically. Elon, go fuck off. <laughs> no, no, he's, he legit said, I'm going to turn all y'all Teslas off. And, 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 and y'all won't be able to promote it on X. And, those shitty and then they were like, oh, my God. Shitty-ass cars anyway. <laughs> yeah, fucking Elon. <laughs> Elon a bitch ass can't even fight Mark Zuckerberg. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just imagine him <laughs> trying to like show up on set and cause a commotion. Yeah. Like, Who's this plastic looking motherfucker on fucking set? <laughs> like, oh god, a troll just walked on. It's like, sir, who are you? Are you are you playing one of the fishmen? <laughs> it's like, okay, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Costume, costume. Are you playing one of the sea people? And like, Aquaman rules over. Like, oh, your makeup looks great. <laughs> <laughs> who does your makeup? Oh god. Man, this is a whole, this oh, a whole ass goodness. shit show. Yeah, I feel this shit. bad. I feel bad for the director James Wan having to deal with this shit. And this shit's gonna flop hard, you know it, dude. I feel like it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It, I mean, the first one made like a billion dollars, surprisingly. Yeah, for it, it was a movie. very good success. That's why they yeah. made the two. Yeah, this one's not gonna have that. Yeah, success. like not much marketing. Yikes. People's interest in DC is like at an all time now, absolute low. Now, Alec, mm. as like as a director, do you think it's fair that like? It's gonna stain like a director's, you know, name because of one bad film. You know what I mean? I don't think you know what gonna, I mean. I don't think it's gonna stain James Wan. Okay. I don't think it's gonna stain James Wan at all. He okay. Seems like he's being a trooper about it. Okay. I think it's just yeah. I, I think for him, I don't know who he is, but I think for him, it's just he circumstances. Created the Saw franchise. Oh, okay. He nice. directed Saw. Uh, the Conjuring, the Conjuring, oh, basically no. all yeah. the, like the, yeah. the biggest horror movies out right no, now. Yeah, fine. yeah, he'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just like it's just a shit show around him. Yeah, right. Like it's no. not like he showed up to work. No, no, no. Was, exactly. It's yeah. not. That's what I'm saying. I, we know it's not like because of him or like you know anything exactly, related to yeah. him. It was just the project itself. Or like, I don't know. know maybe so. what if it what if it is because of him? We don't know. Damn it, what James. if he's been planting the seeds? Damn it, James. <laughs> yeah, what, if, what if he's he the called one for the downfall of Amber? Yeah. <laughs> he called the anonymous tip. He he anonymously got Momoa drunk. <laughs> you know, like put what the if, tequila, uh, the, the rocks tequila in his. In his, in his yeah. But does it make you guys feel good? We don't have to hear if uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, and Ezra Miller are going to return or not? Because you know that's been around. I'm going to cry. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just ready for the new James Gunn thing. Yeah, I just want to see this new DC finally. I just want to just get away from this crap. Uh, I can't believe people are still, well, I'm not surprised, but people are still like wanting the Snyderverse to return. I just, I just like, want, just go away. I just want more Peacemaker. Troll, <laughs> we're going to get more Peacemaker. Well, let's hurry up that. Without, I was like, we're going to make it hurry up. Yeah, it. Let's, but, let's, yeah. let's hurry up and get more Peacemaker, please. <laughs> but, uh, who do you guys think should, uh, play Wonder Woman and Batman now? Um, I saw something. I saw something. Um, Wonder Woman can be the one who played, um, um, one of the people in Thor, one of the women in Thor. Let me look up her name. I remember, I remember seeing a Jenna Ortega fan cast Wonder oh Woman. God. Oh, like, that was a sh- <laughs> look. I love oh Jenna God. Ortega; she's a great actress. But as Wonder Woman, as <laughs> 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 this five foot one Wonder Woman running around. <laughs> oh, her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen her. Like you know, people like you know considering her or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, she's yeah, bit, um, I'm not bad she's at not it. She's not old, but she's like, she's like in their 40s. I think, I don't know, they want to like. Right, I forgot about that. Older Wonder Woman. It might be some, I think both of them will probably be somebody who uh, has probably done some stuff, but they're a little bit lesser known. And they're just going to be like, hey, you want to just dedicate about like five to 10 years of your life to just mm-hmm. these characters? And they're going to be like, yeah. I'd like to see. Um, uh, she's actually on the boys. Uh, she plays Victoria. She was like the senator or something like that, right? Like Claudia. Oh, Dunn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her name. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I feel like she'd be a good Wonder Woman. Yeah. And she's already into the in the superhero kind of realm. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I can see her doing that. But yeah, for Batman, I don't know. Batman, I want Jensen Ackles. You do? He needs to give it gave him his shot. He, some people say he that. had that one ready to go. <laughs> yeah. No, because after seeing him play like Soldier Boy. I'm like okay, I, like he has that like he has a like deep voice already. So he does have a deep. I'm just kind of like, what's his name? Jensen, Jensen Ackles. Ackles. He plays Damn, I said Boy. Jenkins. Jenkins Ackles. But I what Jensen? Jensen. G E N C E N. It's J E J E N. Oh J E N. J E double F J A double R E. Here we go again. But I like Jensen. I don't know. He just doesn't give off like he he feels perfect for like tv yeah mm. <laughs> he doesn't we, we haven't given him, him a shot i though. know but i'm just kind of like because he, but he's been on supernatural for years so i'm just used to I being know. like this tv guy i haven't seen supernatural though, he so doesn't maybe he fun. doesn't fit like the batman build yeah he doesn't radiate batman yeah <laughs> he looks Besides like voice. he looks like robin he looks like robin, robin. Like, robin. Like, he'd be if, nightwing that's just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my pick for Batman probably be Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, come on. <laughs> what? <Come> on. <laughs> well, you don't want Jake to... He's already played fucking Mysterio in Spider-Man, so why not? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Jamal doesn't want his precious Jake. I don't. <laughs> to do DC. I, like, I don't. Don't, don't dirty your hands, Jake. How, I, I'm like, how can he not do it? It's like, he's great, a great actor. He is. Can play Moody. He can. Jacked. He is Jack. Yeah, he's like he's like early forties, I think. But I just but like he looks younger than than he looks. I just I I <laughs> don't. Yes, I, I don't want him in 
the superhero world. He already was in it. I, I, and I didn't even watch it. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. I love Jake. He gritting it. But I, just, but I was just like, you know, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I don't know. I, I remember them get like actual great talented actors in the movie than, you know. I, like, I get that. Like doing okay. easy pick. I get that. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Hear me out. Brad what Pitt. What about... Huh? Brad Pitt? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That'd be insane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah. I know yeah, he's just up. the voice thing. I don't know how he I know he was up for Batman be. before Pattinson. So mm. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of does suck now that I think about it. Like, yeah, get Pattinson in these movies because I get to see him and a new Superman that, working yeah. real well together. Yeah. yeah, they just fit each other visually. Dang. Oh well. I <laughs> <laughs> never knew Batman. We'll oh see. wait, we didn't. Th- uh, what about Jake Bellorty? for Batman? Because mm-hmm. he has that like play that troubled past type yeah. of character before. Okay, and know. he can like bulk. I know. I rather rather see like a grown man playing. What? Okay. Okay. Not a grown man. I just mean like more like a. Uh, I want to see. I want to see someone more experienced. Like, some, uh, some wrinkles on their faces. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. What about Christopher Mintz Plasse? Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> 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 you want Lovin to play Batman? You want that fucking guy? I'm Batman. You want? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> you I'm want, the Batman. You want that guy to play? <laughs> I'm the motherfucker I am, Batman. I am Batman. He can't even play Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jason Todd. He's the, Jason he's Todd. the one that dies. Oh God. <laughs> I'm Batman. Oh God. But yeah, we'll I'm see. Batman, we'll motherfucker. See. <laughs> we'll see who they end up getting for these roles. I'm sure it's gonna be a, yeah. a lot of actors are gonna be going after it. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll talk about our experience of uh. Well, I know that's not. It wasn't Josh's first forty-eight hour filmmaking contest, but uh, it was ours. But we did the whole Agbo uh, No Sleep Till Film Fest, and Jamal, I want to explain what that is real quick. So, uh, Agbo, it a forty-hour film festival. We kind of talked about it a couple times on the pod before we did it, uh, and so pretty much what happened was uh, they sent out a prompt. And you had 48 hours to to make the film from Friday to Sunday. That's filming and editing all before 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't find out the prompt until 5 p.m. Friday. And so we had sat down, got the prompt, and started brainstorming some ideas. The prompt was time. And so you could manipulate it. You can kind of do whatever you want with time. And that was the prompt. Um, but something involving time had to be in the story and it had to be under three minutes. And so yeah, that was the killer. That was, yeah. that was the tough part. <laughs> um, so Friday we get the, we get the, the prompt and we, we kind of start brainstorming and, and writing out a script and we come up with something that we're like, oh, okay, well let's get going. So then we come back Saturday and we, uh, we start filming. Um, I think we started filming at about, 11 ish mm-hmm. and it was pretty fun i was i was the actor um which was which was fun i, I definitely want to do more of that thank you um i think i did a solid job for you, did. you know thank yeah. you you did for uh for what we what we were trying to do and um it was fun uh you know just kind of being able to to just create again 
kind of like on it, it was like a smaller scale it was just four of us here so i think that actually worked out pretty good mm-hmm. that it was a smaller crew because we all just kind of you know threw in some input josh was great yeah um, mm-hmm. shout out to him and never gonna be on the show but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so alec directed it uh we all wrote it and then uh alec edited it as well josh did color um I did a little bit of the titling. I was just tinkering around. Jonathan said, fuck editing. Whoa, whoa. I'm not showing up. Sound. I'm not even asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just did for October. <laughs> he was just out of there. Motherfucker. But, but it, was, it was fun. But uh, I give a quick shout out to uh, NF Jackson. Yes. He did the uh, he did the post-production sound on it. Shout and, out to uh, him. Yeah, he had a short amount, real short amount of time to work on it. Man, mm-hmm. it turned out still good. Real good. And so, oops, sorry. Um, so we shot it all here at a at an the undisclosed undisclosed location. <laughs> the headquarters um, at the, the Cinema of Love headquarters. Yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah it was it was fun. It was it was a challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of being able to just having to take literally a story, and you we had these <laughs> ideas that we kind of wanted to implement, but right. it was like we don't have time. I think all of us underestimated how long three minutes was. Yeah. Uh, Cause we were like, Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. And then it was like, and the editor was like, no, we, we can't do that. <laughs> you like, realize eh. how long a minute and a second is when you're editing. I was trying to edit okay. a movie that's under three minutes or under, especially when you're trying to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that like you're trying to tell it for a contest it's different if we're just trying to tell it on our own. Yeah. But it's like, Nope, this is, this is the parameters. Um, but it was it was super fun. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we'll probably do more of that. I love to. What what did you guys kind of take away from the whole process of it? There you go, for Jonathan. Um, it was definitely like a challenge, but like it felt good doing it. And like, you know, it was really, really awesome, you know, experience um from the first stage of like creating it, coming home, and then like everybody just kinda like putting their minds together. It was it was like it started off like this. It was like excitement. Then they say, Okay, game time. And then it was like, you know, like, you know, the, the, the whole nitty gritty of like putting your hands in there and then like putting it together. But, um, I love like, you know, creating this world that we, you know, all came up together. We like, mm-hmm. you know, threw ideas back and forth, um, found what we kind of like were looking for, you know, wrote it down. And then like to actually bring it to life, I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. You know, we've never done, at least I've never done something like this before. And, you know, we were, you know, we, we worked really well, you know, coming up with the shots the different like you know locations of like how we're we gonna make it look here and all that you know just very collaborative I, I liked it it was really cool yeah the whole well, first of all like the prompt they gave us had to be set around time basically so coming up with an idea that's based on time and then like coming up with like a coherent like story that actually like had like i don't know like good filmmaking techniques and then like a good amount of story enough to like peak the judge's in- interest, hopefully, mm-hmm. was a uh, was not super tough. It was just tough, like making that in the, uh, making that in the three hour, not three hour, three minute story. <laughs> three hours, three hours. We shit. wish. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, making that in a three hour three hour runtime would be mm-hmm. amazing. But now doing it in three minutes or under was the uh, the tough part. And then filming it was not too bad, honestly. It was like mm-hmm. it was fun. It was when we we started, we started like at eleven, then we ended probably like what like seven eight ish, mm-hmm. yeah, and then editing for the rest of the night, 
And then, then editing it to be three minutes and under was not necessarily super tough, but it was frustrating because it's like, okay, you have all this good stuff, but you can't really like put it in there because you have like this amount of time to do. It's like probably like probably like trains us for like the the eventual Hollywood system mm-hmm. where you gotta be like, nope, you gotta make it under this amount of time or you no, know, not a second more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do it. So yeah, basically doing stuff like that was interesting to do because uh, yeah, like I said, it was like our first time doing a forty-hour film contest. And probably like the shortest project in terms of runtime we've done so far. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it though. Yeah. Uh, just because it, it did challenge us to have to really kind of hone in on on what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and what's I think important and what's not. Yeah. You know, like you like you really had to like, all right, we got to cut this because we had we had a, a really good shot uh, where the camera kind of comes in my, out of my eyes and it looks right. great. We had to cut it, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, damn, man, if we had just another minute, you know, uh, and then we shot, we had shot the, I guess we'll call it the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And in our minds, it looked great in our minds. And then when we looked at it, looked at it back, we were like, oh, oh yeah, no. we, <laughs> like, we look like a caterpillar. Yeah, we're like, the mouth is like laying down in the middle of the ground. Like wrapped in like all this black like what was it like what was like a blanket like a blanket. sound blanket like a yeah. sound blanket yeah, yeah. and then him just going <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like, in the moment it was like okay this is gonna be pretty cool we like, yeah. it, like oh god yeah <laughs> I, like I remember when you when you sent it and I looked at it I was like oh fuck I'm like yeah that's not good <laughs> not, not very good like, but oh but god. we but to on the other side of that, though, I think we had some really nice looking shots. Yeah, he did, 100%. Yeah. especially the door one. Yeah, oh, that, that door God. one's really dope. Yeah, um, I think the whole kind of setup that we did with the light and you know where I'm in the chair, mm-hmm. um, the overhead shot in the bed. Like, I, I feel like we like we came up with some good shots. Yeah, we did. So it, mm-hmm. it looks nice. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, basically our story was like. Uh, Basically, Jamal's in like a time loop kind of thing, and he's literally he's literally fighting the uh, the living embodiment of death, mm. <laughs> and he's trying to escape death. But then he basically realizes, uh, like death is gonna come for all of us eventually, so might as well just uh just like meet my maker, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, but he lets him go. And mm-hmm. I, and I think I think like for the for the contest, I could see how it could it could be lost. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. because it is such a it's a it's a wide concept, and having to try to shrink it down into three minutes. Yeah, I think we did a great job of it, um, and so hopefully the judges see that, understand it. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Did, we t- did we say who the judges are? Like one? <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, oh yeah, uh, this is uh, this is this whole film fest thing is like run by the uh, the Russo brothers, and they directed uh, the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and, the, and Agbo was like their production company. So I think they started doing this like in 2020, like around oh. the pandemic started. So I think, I don't know, they always had it planned like that or right. they were yeah. just like, oh, you know, filmmakers in that in their homes is like doing nothing. Basically, might as well, you know, run a little film contest where they, you know, and when they win prizes, like uh, I mm-hmm. think like one of the prizes, like a red Komodo uh, camera pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's uh, like a GoPro yeah, and GoPro mm-hmm. Surface Pro. Yeah. A whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. yeah you can like uh, meet. Like some producers, I think, right? I believe so. Yeah, and I think you, um, I think you, you 
are on the committee for like uh, other contests. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Something like, like we that, can vote yeah. on the next year's. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. it's interesting because like, you know, you see people. I know uh, Josh was looking at like <laughs> hashtags and stuff. Motherfuckers had like Aries. Oh yeah, they were ready. Like, oh wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how? <laughs> they were fucking really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, wow. But that hey. You know, if they win, congrats to them. Yeah. Um, hey, we got it. You can work with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, the last one looked like it, the last one it looked like it was shot like on an iPhone or something. Yeah, like an iPhone so, fucking 13 or some yeah. shit. <laughs> so, so, fingers crossed. It, and with that, it just seems, I don't know. It seems like last year, uh, the winner is called Pin. And it's, uh, you can go on P-E-N. Agbo, P-E-N on YouTube and you can mm-hmm. search it. Um the story's there, I guess, is that kind of, I guess maybe that's what they were looking for last year. Um, and I hope that, like, I don't even know where I was going with that. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's more like, it's more like, I don't know, it's like all these, all these other films that people really put their time into. And then there's like, you see kind of like, this film where it's kind of like, it felt more like a, it felt like something you make in high school. Yeah. That's right. What it felt like to me yeah. than like anything. It felt like it was like, okay, decent try. Yeah. But like to actually like win the whole fucking cup. Was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, what if, what if, what if the prizes were the same, the red Komodo thing and they're like, Oh, let's make him the winner because he he doesn't have a camera. He obviously like fucking camera. Yeah, he, he needs this red Komodo and all these other people. And there's the other thing where it's like <laughs> the framing is like uh, yeah. off. Like his head was like the the actor in the film like head was like cut off. And I was kind of like, oh. it was funny because I think <laughs> real what, basic mistakes. I think one of the comments was like, "Oh, are you sure this is the winner?" <laughs> Russo Bros, are you sure? Hey, are you sure? <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, hey, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was. I guess we'll see where we end up, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I think I think we had a I think we, we made a good one. Yeah, I think. yeah. I feel like we made it was a, a great good experience. Time. Yeah, I think I think our story is. I don't think there's going to be one like it. Yeah, I think a lot of them will probably be like time travel and shit like that. Maybe yeah. Somebody you know whatever. Back to the future. I definitely think we'll see a Back to the Future parody. Got yeah, have yeah, to. But <laughs> but you know I'm not going to toot our own horn, but. Toot, toot, motherfuckers! I think us playing playing with like death because that timeline, that time, when that fucking time ends, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, and I think the way that we kind of told that story, where Alec was saying, you know, like, you know, he's fighting it, and then eventually he's just like, well, fuck it, I'm, it's gonna happen, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway, we're gonna win. Uh, <laughs> we're putting it out there, so. Put it into the universe. You know, yes. we're, we're gonna that's what we do. We're just gonna fucking win. So. Yeah. Yes. Win, 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 win. I'm mad at what. but <laughs> would you would you guys do it again? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I know we I know we were trying to do and I think that's me moving. That is me. Uh I know we were gonna try to do that horror film one. Um but that one's probably not going to happen because that's like due on the 23rd. Yeah. yeah that one's, <laughs> so, time, the time, Agba time. one took up our time. Yeah. yeah. And and not that I, you know, I'm like, oh, man, maybe we should have did the horror one over the Agbo um, because I do like the experience of like keeping it three minutes. Right. But I think that one is five minutes. Yeah. And yeah. then that one, you kind of have a little bit more freedom. Yeah. You, you just have to incorporate a mask and it's a horror film and you have to recreate uh, like a. Uh, iconic shot from yeah. a horror film. I think it's one or two, right? One of them. Yeah, yeah. 
So that one seems like it could have been a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, we can always just make our own horror. I was just gonna say that. I was like, why don't we just you know forget like that deadline, but still come up with it? Because yeah. we yeah, we did. There was a great idea from Alec that I liked and would like to further explore mm-hmm. yeah. later on. Well, and it's funny because, um, and we can cut this because I don't want somebody to steal my shit. Um, <laughs> but I, but I had thought of like this idea. Um, so everything from here start to be cut, Caden. Um, it's a, it's like a AA for criminals, um, where instead of going and talking about like recovery and addiction and all that shit, right? Like they go and they talk about their crimes. And like they're being celebrated, yeah. And so they show up in like mass so that their identities are still like kept. But they're sitting there and they're talking about like, oh yeah, I murdered this family, and like people are like, oh, they're getting off on that shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, I I robbed this little kid, and then there's like this one guy who he's like he's like the crime lord, he's like crime god to these morals because mm-hmm. he gets up every single week and he's like, yeah, fucking. I, blah 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 this person and this and that and so the idea that i had is he gets up and he starts talking about what he did and we start showing like him going into this home invasion Mm. and he's killing his family and and it's a quick like if you blink you miss it uh one of the photos is this person wearing a hoodie then okay go on about the day and then we see in the crowd the person is wearing that hoodie but again, it's another blink and you miss it. Mm. And so because they don't have mask on, he doesn't know who's there. And so this person is in the audience and he's back for revenge. And mm. so so kind of playing with that idea of like, yeah, that'd be cool. you know, where it's like it's celebrated. Right. So whatever happens there, it's fair. It's fair game. Um, so I've kind of been just brainstorming that and kind of working on that. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that might be one we can really kind of like. Like a big one where we can like yeah. crowdfund and dive into and yeah. tap yeah. into, but like, I can definitely see it. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then we can all you know obviously we'll do like other smaller stuff because we have made right. ten films. Yeah, so yeah, you know we just just fuckers. I just don't know it. Just deciding if we want to put them out, but we have made <laughs> it. So you know, back in January when I opened my mouth and I said, "Oh, you're yeah, gonna make ten, We actually have. So fuck off. Y'all were praying for our downfall. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> God did. God did. God did. Yeah, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll revisit some of these challenges. And, yep. you know, hell, maybe we might just start cranking out three minute or less films. Yeah. And just fucking put Challenge, them on YouTube. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. But let's, uh, let's tackle some of these trailers here. Mm. So we had for the trailers, we had the Iron Claw, the Iron Claw Silent Night, Thanksgiving and Priscilla trailer two. Not sure why, but whatever. Oh lord, <laughs> uh, whatever did she has done? Stop it! You already pissed off the Swifties. Now you're gonna make <laughs> women mad. More women mad. Little women mad. Anyways, anyway, yeah, these trailers. Yeah, the Iron Claw. I'm excited to talk about this one. Let's let's yes. save that one because to me that's probably uh, the better one of. Actually, okay. Thanksgiving was pretty dope too. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Right. Thanksgiving to me it was like, oh shit. You want to get uh, Priscilla out the way then? Yeah, let's let's get her out of the way. You hate her so bad. <laughs> if if I could, I would throw a chair at her like how Elvis did. Oh no! I'm not kidding, people. That in. I'm kidding. <laughs> Stop it! I'm kidding. Right. But uh, yeah, it was what it was for but me. Yeah, this is uh, Priscilla is uh, Sophia Coppola's uh, sort of biopic. Mm-hmm. 
on uh, the life of uh, Priscilla Presley, who is the wife of uh, Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing about it is uh, their relationship is that she was 14, I believe, a 14-year-old girl when uh, she married Elvis, who was like a good, probably like 10 years older than her, about 24. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I believe that was common back in the day, but it's still creepy. Feel very weird to do it, in my opinion. Why are you looking at me? Me? I'm looking over there. Why, why are you going? Like, 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 are you saying this? Why, are you saying it's not creepy? No, or, no. Like, I'm just like, like you, like yes. you contribute to this. No, what? No, I do not contribute to this. I want that on the record. <laughs> right. You were saying, anyways, you freak. But no, uh, but yeah, this is a, of course a full trailer compared to the very first teaser. Because the first teaser was like a very short thing that had no dialogue, basically. Mm-hmm. Was more like a mood thing. And and music, this, right? This trailer, yeah, setting the mood. <laughs> setting the mood. But yeah, this new trailer basically shows the story and uh, shows more like probably what the, Pres- the Presley family doesn't like about this movie, mm. showing more Elvis being more abusive and controlling. Man, what did you think of it, Jamal? You're this, this movie's biggest hater. You're dying. <laughs> okay, I will say, this one, it seems a little bit more kind of like, all right. Like, the, the first one, it, the first little teaser, it's like, well, why? Like, why do we need it? Um, but now seeing kind of some more, you know, uh, more to it, some more meat on the bones, It, I'm like, okay. Like, I, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he said, ha! um i'll probably go see it Mm -hmm. um because i do like a24 but yeah i'll I'll go into it with low expectations hoping that i come out of it like oh okay shit like man that motherfucker Mm -hmm. excuse me (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah and that's jamal's review it's it seems like a it seems like it'll be a good story um, you know, like I said, I know when I saw the the teaser, I was like, "Well, why do we need it?" Mm-hmm. Um, Hot off the heels of the the Elvis biopic, yeah. And and I think and <laughs> I think Butler. and I think that's kind of also what it is. Uh, mm. Trying to catch, ca- trying to catch that that Elvis train too. Like Sheesh. it's it's left the, the station, mm-hmm. but she's trying to beat it to the other city and and get back <laughs> on. <laughs> um, so I, you know, we'll see. It, I think I think it also will be a good balance. Yeah. Um, whereas with Elvis, it, it was, was kind of more, good, yeah. yeah, kind of the more the the good about him and the more the American icon, yeah, yeah, and not so much like the drama, know, and all yeah. That. yeah. So I think it'll be a good balance to kind of you know tell her story too. So I'll probably still check it out. Mm-hmm. I won't be running to the theaters, <laughs> but oh, he'll be walking to the theaters. <laughs> But I might, I might be like, oh, well, you'll be strolling yeah, to the theater. Okay. What is, well, John, what do you um, say here? So my, my question real quick is, can somebody look up what's the budget for this movie? Because for uh, an, the Elvis movie was like pretty big budget, you know, especially with like the art or what was it? The oh, set yeah, design and all that. that they big have to budget do. Wonder Brothers film. So definitely cost more than a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Sure. So I'm like, I'm trying to see the contrast because uh, this has to be one of the bigger not like as big, but like a pretty big budget for like, you know, especially the set design that if they're trying to like, you know, um, compared to like the Elvis movie that they, uh, that the Warner Bros. made. Okay. The Austin Butler Elvis cost 85 million to make, which is okay. still pretty expensive. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not seeing this no? budget. Okay. 
Well, uh, meanwhile, you're looking it up. I'm gonna give my explanation. So I think it looks pretty uh, interesting. Less than twenty million, it looks like. Wow, mm-hmm. so tight. So right. Her budget has always been strained as she had to make her critically acclaimed film in just six weeks with less than twenty million and no music rights. Dang. Yeah, yeah. That see, okay, now that's interesting. That does put things into perspective because that's a lot of challenges for like a director. You know, and so see seeing the trailer and like, you know, the drama that um was behind the scenes, I guess, and like seeing the perspective of Priscilla and like uh maybe like Alex said, the family didn't want this to come out because they're like, you know, oh, we gotta protect his legacy, you know, we only want the people to see the good of him, but you know, everybody has their good and their bad. And mm-hmm. like, you know, so um, her story, you know, I think I think is uh, fair enough to be told, just like Elvis's is, and um, you know, I I don't know, it just looks you know crazy, and it looks like you know it's gonna be a wild ride, especially with like you know him saying like, "What do you mean you don't like it?" <laughs> that, or that, that was, and all that. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> like throwing a chair. I was like, this turned whiplash all of a sudden. But the uh, what do you guys think of? Uh... Lordy's interpretation of uh, Elvis so far. I don't know. Butler's is like a legit transformation. I think I think we could almost be going down the uh, the Joker situation mm-hmm. with um, <laughs> who's uh, got the best Elvis with Heath Ledger <laughs> and fucking Jared Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto's Elvis would be terrible. <laughs> uh, but I but I think I think if he just I think. Uh, Austin Butler's was kind of more, I won't say cartoonish, but it felt more kind of over the top, right? And especially mm-hmm. with being Elvis, it's like okay, that oh, yeah, works. It's over the top movie, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it, so it's like okay, that works. I think here, uh, a Lordy's kind of more, you know, grounded and and so I again, it's like two different ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, not, well, I won't say, I won't say, I won't say, uh, Jared Leto. I say Heath Ledger and Joaquin. Joaquin, yeah. Um, oh, interesting. So I think I think he's going to be more kind of just com- almost complete opposite, just so that there aren't any comparisons mm-hmm. of like, oh well, you know, his Elvis was that because it's not so much about Elvis; it's more about her story. Mm-hmm. And so instead of trying yeah. to overshadow her, it's like he kind of has he has to tone it down. It's going to uh, be more understated. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because I don't know if you guys noticed, but he he does. Uh, do this sort of uh, a voice impersonation of Elvis. You have to. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I know, I know. But I'm saying it's like, but it's not as like, like you said, as like animated as um um uh Austin Butler. Austin Butler's. Yeah. But like you know, it, it's it's something. It's something you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he went like full hard on the the accent to not like you know take away from I guess like the story or something. At least that's my my guess of it. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the trailer. Uh, I'm a, I'm excited to see it because I like Sofia Coppola a lot. I like her movies, and uh, she's always had this approach. She always had like the indie approach to all her movies, anyway. So I'm not mm. surprised it's like a lower budgeted film compared to uh, the Elvis movie from last year. Right. And uh, I'm hoping to see uh, hoping to see like this more like not exactly like an. Like it doesn't have to be ultra accurate to everything, but like more like a, an interpretation from how she felt being in that relationship. Because I'm sure over time she realized, oh, okay, this is fucked up mm-hmm. that I'm just yeah. like in this kind of relationship. But she still loved the man. Yeah. 
So I don't think it's going to be all, like, you know, like, bashing the guy. No, exactly. Yeah. Probably more nuanced take on the whole thing. Yeah. And, and again, I think I think it kind of has to be more grounded mm-hmm. um, just so that they don't have. I mean, they're going to they're going to be compared the two movies, but just so that it's not like, oh, well, they did this like that. Yeah, it's like, right. okay, yeah, but that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. his story. We want to see this full historical actually watch a documentary on Elvis. <laughs> yeah. But like some people expect like every detail to be exact. Yeah, in the biopic, right. but like you're making a movie for entertainment, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. You're making it making it a dramatic <laughs> entertainment story. It's like yeah, it's like done for dramatic reasons. So. Yeah. So yeah, just watch a documentary on them. But I know people these days don't really like watching documentaries unless it's about serial killers. But that's because the, that's what they want to be. Yeah, that's what they want to be. Or the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> they made a movie right out the gate, right after that shit. And I was like, wow, y'all trash <laughs> but yeah uh what was the second trailer you wanted to speak of well i guess we can do silent night silent night yeah mm-hmm. i i think that one's gonna be pretty good um mm. i had watched it maybe like last week um i was just on youtube and it had came on and i was getting ready to hit skip and then i was like oh wait a minute like this is actually pretty decent so I think I think the John Wick kind of genre is what I'm gonna start calling it mm. um, because that's I mean it's literally from the fucking producer of it, right? Um, right. But it, it it looks interesting, so I'll probably I might check it out. <laughs> Here's the thing about my uh, Silent Night. Why I want to talk about this trailer? Okay. See, this trailer is great. Oh. And it's directed. By a certain director, John Woo, mm-hmm. who yeah. is called the greatest action filmmaker of all time. And this is a Return of the King situation. Because <laughs> he hasn't made a movie in a couple years. So this is like oh. his big return to making an action movie. And I have a feeling this might be better than John Wick 4. <laughs> wow. Okay. This man this man has directed films such as Hard Boiled, uh, Face Off, Hard oh, wow. Target, uh, Mission Impossible 2. Oh, he's made some insane action. Mission, I love Mission Impossible too. Yeah, he's yeah. made he he has set some boundaries for action that a lot of directors use now. That even John, even John Wick is influenced by this guy because he's been around since like maybe the late seventies <laughs> at most, early eighties. Wow. Yeah, so he's been around like a real long time. He's been extremely influential, and the uh, whole movie is gonna have no dialogue. No, no dialogue at all. Are you serious? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's like the oh, so Silent be, Night. Yeah. Is one of the big oh, selling points. I think like the tagline in the movie is like, uh, uh, I think actions speak louder than words. Mm. I think that's the tagline. Of this it. is going to be interesting. Yeah. So it's like no <laughs> dialogue at all. And it's like directed by one of the, the, probably the greatest action movie director of all time. So it's like, it's good. Dude. This could, uh, this could, uh, slip. This could like, uh, be a sleeper hit. I think. Yeah. I don't think people are expecting much from it, but I think it's going to be a big one. Interesting. So no, no dialogue. Yeah. So my thing was when I first watched it, I was like, this definitely looks like, you know, John Wick meets Equalizer 3 um, and like nobody. You got have you guys seen nobody or heard of nobody? I haven't seen I yeah. heard of it. So oh, yeah. it's it was like, that's what I got. That's the vibe, right? Like very action and all that. Um, And I'm like, I told that like, I was like, wasn't there already a Silent Night? But what was it? The name of Violent it? Night. Violent Night. So I'm like, there's already yeah, two Christmases <laughs> in a row where there's like a like a violent or like you know very action ish. Yeah. So that's hilarious to me at first, 
And then second, I at first I was I'm I'll be honest, I wasn't excited to see. I was like, eh, maybe I'll see it when it comes to streaming. But one thing that was interesting, and I wrote it down too, I was like, maybe one thing I would be excited to see about it is the new and innovative ways that they capture or or uh, what is it, um, uh, record or shots that they do because a lot of like you know like in John Wick. We see like the bird's eye view cinematography. Type yeah, the cinematography basically on 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 this uh, action too. Yeah, and especially with the with the thing of like no dialogue, I'm definitely very interested in seeing because if it's a feature, I've never seen like a no dialogue feature film. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you know, like once again, it's like he set a lot of boundaries for like things you see in a lot of action movies. Nowadays. No, exactly like, the dual wielding like gun thing. That's because of him. He's like that was like a signature he he did in, in his earlier movies. And like slow motion, even like slow motion action movies came mm. from him pretty much. So there's gonna be a lot of cool things in the movie. I think I mean haven't been even been shown in the trailer yet. This already looks like there's like one tracking shot <laughs> that looks like it's gonna be cool. You where he's like shooting up people with a shotgun. Yeah, you know, that bad. Now I need this movie. <laughs> now you know, you know <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> hearing Alex say that, like you know, uh, well, what is it, uh, John Woo? Yes, John Woo. Yeah, John Woo, like has has been out of the game for a while, and like all these action movies have come out, you know, after him and all that, and like he's saying he's coming, making a comeback, right? Mm-hmm. I can just like imagine John Woo like watching all this was like, all right, uh, time to show him how it's done. Let me put, let me, let, me, let, me, let me put, yeah, hold oh. my beer. Let me show that. Let me show. Let me show them what it's really. Yeah, let me show these bullet train fucks how to, how to do it. <laughs> I'm sure he, he saw a bullet train and said, enough is enough. He's like, this is the movie that broke the camel's back. He, tur- he turned it off. Yeah. That wouldn't be surprised. He's like, but okay, no. I need to make a return. But no, he hasn't made an American action movie since 2003. So it's been 20 wow. years. Okay. Yeah, so. 20 years is about excited. enough time. Yeah. I'm very excited to see. When does it release? December 1st. Okay. Wow. And then Thanksgiving. Uh <laughs> It just says sometime in November. Yeah. Um, what did it say? I, yeah, had I like think a uh, the Thanksgiving weekend. It, just, it, said, Actually, it said November. <laughs> well, Gotta just, be. Hold up. Let me see. I'm just making things up. Um, November like, 17th is the release date. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so why didn't they say that on the on the trailer? I don't fucking know. They it just is. said November. It's cinematic. Maybe they don't, it know. Maybe they don't know if they're going to delay it or not. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, do we want to release it on Thanksgiving? It's, the weekend. It on it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. That's yeah. bold. They should just do Black Friday. Good. That would have been dope. Um, tickets half off. But I like the I like the concept of it of just right. like a fucking slasher mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, and the, there's one shot in there where like the girl is cleaning her ear ears with Q-tips, yes. which you're not supposed to do anyway. Uh, and then the guy takes the Nasty. fucking corn on the cob things and jams it yeah, in her that, ear. Oh, that's that was, what that was? That was yeah. I yeah, yeah. He, the, uh, he's using Thanksgiving like utensils and things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a brutal kill. Yeah, so I saw that. Dressed as like, a pilgrim. I was like, damn. And then he had the fucking lady in the oven uh, yeah. cooking her shit. And I was just <laughs> like, I was like, okay. I, I, like, I like the I like the idea because it's, it's kind of far-fetched, but it's like. Cooking meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, so so when they so they open the trailer, and it's like a person like Hot seasoning roast. stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this. this. Yeah. And yeah. then you see like feet, feet, and yes. he's like putting salt and pepper on. It. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> so, suck on them toes. 
Okay, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Let me know you like your feet. <laughs> he he paused it right there and just and just watched that part. No, no, no. He no, didn't no. even watch the whole trailer. <laughs> um, but so did you guys do the thing, the scan the QR code at the end? No, uh, no, I didn't even so do that. I scanned the QR code at the end. Um, and so what it does is it's the Instagram from oh. in the movie, the, the John Carver. And so oh, when you're you, dead. So when you scan it. <laughs> Yeah, literally, like they send you messages and shit. Like, oh, I've been watching you, and like, like go to go to the what's the name right now. I don't want scared. to. <laughs> <laughs> go to the what's the name scared. right now. Go to the end and scan it. Okay, I'll do that later. Okay, I don't want to do it right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you viewer that is hearing us right now, go ahead and do it. Yeah, it it's it's crazy because I did it and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> um, and then I was just kind of like, all right, stop messaging me now. <laughs> you can stop, John yeah, Carver. Like, I I'm get scared. It. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm call the cops. But yeah, like um, this movie had actually been in the making for an extremely long time. Like, wow. Maybe like, I want to say 15 years. 15? Yeah, because wow. remember the, the, I don't know if you guys seen it, but like Grindhouse. No, uh, sounds familiar. It's a it's a co co production by uh, Quentin Tarantino and um and uh, Robert Rodriguez. It's like a double feature thing where it's like it's supposed to be based on like movies from like the seventies, uh, like kind of like these low budget like kind of like grimy movies. Mm. Right now, mm. in the right now style because like back in the day they used to have movie theaters where they just show like the most like like just like really like low budget like but like super over the top gory movies. Between the movies, like between uh, Planet Terror and the uh, what's it called Death Proof, yeah, they would show the move. They would show trailers for like these fake movies, and they would be directed by these these uh famous uh directors. Mm-hmm. And then this one was directed by Eli Roth, and the trailer he presented was the Thanksgiving concept. And everybody was like, "Wow, this looks really cool. This would be a cool movie." And they was like, "Okay, let's make an action movie." It took a long time for them to actually turn into a full movie. Now it's here. And uh, I remember they were thinking it was funny because it was like they announced the project and it was going to start. It, was, it said, oh, like this movie's coming. This movie's coming soon. And it's going to star Patrick Dempsey and Addison Ray. I was, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, TikTok star Addison Ray is going to be in this movie. That's that's spectacular. Addie the Baddie is, <laughs> <laughs> is going to be in this movie. I was like, oh, God, Jamal's going to be over there looking her up. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm looking. <laughs> I am actually. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> she just had a birthday too, October sixth. Oh, happy birthday there. She's a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <that's... laughs> she's a Libra. <laughs> but no, nah, look, look like she's like the main character of the movie. She's yeah. like playing like one of the teenagers in the movie. Probably like a supporting role. She's probably gonna die in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, so I like this kind of like. It's kind of like low budget, kind of like over the top style. Mm-hmm. So, it's an interesting take, you know. Oh, that's it for you. That's it. You oh, I mean, I, I was kind of <laughs> chiming in here and there. I mean, it's a it's a def- definitely an interesting take. I like the idea of like the pilgrim like mask because of like you know they massacred on Thanksgiving and all that. So yeah. it's kind of like playing on that and like you know it's it's just interesting and it's just an interesting um um story, I guess. You yeah. know, I'm looking forward to, to more it. fun uh, horror movies. I don't need to see more horror movies about family trauma. Yeah, you need to stop it's like <laughs> random, <laughs> random shit. Give me a dumbass movie, goddamn yeah. it! <laughs> Speaking of dumbass movie, no, oh no, <laughs> yeah, club cause for dumbies. <laughs> uh, what What'd you think of it, Alec? Oh uh, yeah, before 
to it, but yeah, the Iron Claw is a new A twenty four film, and it stars uh, Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the the he's gonna play the lead character, and then it also stars uh, Jeremy Allen White, the yeah. bear, the bear, the bear himself, mm-hmm. the bear. He's so, yeah, he put on some. I think he's playing. mass. <laughs> I was like waiting for like what are you gonna like, say? Muscle. He put on some muscle. No, like, he man, did that's that crazy. Zach Efron looks fucking insane. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. He looks yeah. like yeah. he has yeah. he has boulders on his Jeez. fucking shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing. I don't know. I mean, did you guys see like those uh like um pictures like, that released like a while ago of like. Him being huge, but having like that weird haircut. Yeah, that seventies haircut. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. were like, "Why is he? Why? What is happening to him?" They were like, "Oh no, it's, he's." It's funny role. how like hair like that looks stupid when you're just taking like offset pictures and mm-hmm. stuff like that from like paparazzi in the movie. Like, oh, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. Looks, looks nice. yeah. But they're just like, "What the fuck is the power? <laughs> the power of cinematography, baby. <laughs> the power within. The power." Within. But nah, uh, this movie is about the as a wrestling biopic. It's about the Von Erich family, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kind of like their rise and fall and through to like the 70s to the 80s and uh, do you guys know anything about Devon Eric yes no. yeah. uh, so th- of course he doesn't um, so their <laughs> no. dad uh, Fritz was kind of like the booker or promoter yeah uh, I want to say down in maybe Texas I think like it is WCCW yeah, yeah. L- long 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 time ago um, and so he has a he has a bunch of kids and they're all boys and literally they all go into the wrestling uh, business hmm. and maybe Two of them were probably big stars. Well, no, I won't say two of them because in them. in Texas, all of them were big stars. One of them actually got into WWE. That's uh, Jeremy Allen White's. Uh, I think that's Carrie. Oh, wow. Carrie Carrie Von Erich. So yeah. Carrie is probably the most well known Von Erich. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it's probably Carrie and then Kevin, um, but David David. Yeah. But their story is is real interesting because um, they were. I mean, they were they were pretty popular like mm-hmm. in Texas, and then. It's 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 also very sad. Uh, oh, the ca- most tragic story in wrestling. Yeah, kind of kind of how like their story ends. Um, I want to say all. I, it's, I think it's four brothers. Uh, but no, it's like the movie. I don't know. If they're gonna go into the very first brother, the one that was like a child. But oh, like um, another one. Yeah, there was like a very first one that they had. That uh, but like you'll see seven brothers in this movie, and you and by the end of the movie, six of them will be dead. And I think God. I think most of them were by suicide. Yeah, which three, oh, three of them I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the yeah the first child they had was a was like probably like four years old, and then he like drowned and he died. And then like the other the other brothers basically were either committed suicide or they died from like a like an accident or something like that. So like yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, they call it like the Von Erich family curse mm-hmm. because they, they played with like such tragedy every time. Man. And uh, they, yeah, there's only one brother left, and that's Kevin. That's Zach Efron's character. He's like, he's like still alive to this day. Yeah. Wait, what about the the one that became famous, the WWE one? The he killed himself. Yeah. So yeah. he even he, after he became famous and everything. Yeah. Yeah, because he wow. he, went, he got he went through a massive accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had like drug oh, issues and his uh okay. his ankle actually he amputated it off mm-hmm. and oh. he didn't tell anybody and so he was like Dang. still wrestling like with an amputated. No one knew he did. Until he was dead, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Wait, so like, did he just like wrestle with like, just yeah, like, like a prosthetic leg? Oh, but you just couldn't tell because it was just like, yeah, yeah. So he had his he had his boot on and he had like his knee pad, and it just looked like oh, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, man. So it's a it's a <laughs> it's a very tragic story. 
Um, so I'll be interested to see if they actually touch on all of that. Yeah. Um, which I kind of got to, yeah, because it's such a Mm well-known like story that they kind of have to touch on it a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, I mean, I'm over here at the edge of my seat and I haven't even seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I did not know. I think it'll be pretty good though. Where do you guys know all this? Wrestling fans. (laughs) 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 Where do you know this? It's all fake. Um, Hey. (laughs) (laughs) But so, but so that, that, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, um, and you had brought up, uh, like Vince getting a biopic mm-hmm. and which I 100% think he definitely should get one. He should. Uh, because he's, he's an interesting just human being. Like the story is <laughs> uh, an enigma of a man. Yeah. It, he's just, he's wild as fuck. Yeah. Done some of the most terrible, like amazing shit at the same time too. Yeah. It's like, isn't that the owner of the, yeah, he owns. WWE. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he sold it. Oh, I was about to say he sold yeah. it. Yeah. But, he, no, but it, yeah. he created WWE. Yeah. I think he should definitely get a, but like, do you think? Because I know I think there was talks of one, like a couple years ago. Yeah, Bradley Cooper was gonna direct and star in it. Yeah, I don't know about that. I like. I like that you think he Cooper. could do it? I think he'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's done. He's done crazy. crazy Either him crazy or Hugh Jackman, in my opinion. Because I was gonna, uh, I was because I was gonna yeah. ask, like, who do you think? You but know, I feel like would would play Vince. Maybe mm-hmm. Bradley. I could see Bradley doing it. Yeah, maybe. It has like craziness to him. Would you? <laughs> would you? Would you rather it be a movie or a show? That's a good question. Because I think mm-hmm. I think over a show you can tell a longer, More, yeah. Mm, yeah, a longer story. Because there's so much that you could tackle on. I don't know because I don't know if like, well, no, maybe it's a different audience, but like, because I know like recently, recently the 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 Lakers show Winning Time that got canceled, and that was supposed to explore, you know. Like the uh, the rise of the uh, whole uh, Laker dynasty and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, if they want to do another show similar to that with Vince McMahon and WWE. I I I kind of think it would be. I think as a show, I think it'd be pretty dope. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know if they would do it yeah. like that because of the history of doing shows like that. But we'll see. I'll, I'll be interested. But yeah, movie would be cool. Also, a movie on the the heart the hearts. That would, would I think great. I think that could be I think depending on how uh, this one goes mm-hmm. I think they could be the It'll next open room for yeah. sure yeah yeah I'm saying like A24 could do a whole it's, thing it's with so these. it's so many that they could do mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like there's a lot of kind of wrestling content out there now uh, like there's a show heels uh, the wrestlers on Netflix you got this one coming out I feel like there's something else yeah, um, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about wrestling lately yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. They mm-hmm. uh didn't they do like a like a female wrestler one with uh with like The Rock was in it and then oh it was yeah, with that one about Orange Page. Yeah. You yeah. don't really count that one. Oh, hey, because that was a, that was, a, <laughs> no, that that was like the did first you, one. That was that a came, solid one. Did you that watch was that the one? one that came out? I like first. that one. I okay. remember that. That was a pretty solid one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she did really well. Oh, but I like more of the the darker. Story yeah. the like the it's like yeah like the the Von Erics and the the Hearts and the. Um, you want a new Jack? That'd be that'd be small though. But he's but there's a lot that, that you could that fucking that motherfucker was legit a criminal. That's a, <laughs> there's, there's a lot that you could touch on. New Jack was a psychopath. Yeah, big oh, man and all that. That'd be great. Dusty, Dusty Rose would be Flair, cool. mm-hmm. Dusty Musty. Oh, Ric Flair was briefly 
in the uh, the Iron Claw trailer. It kind of has to be. Yeah, it's got to be there. But yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing like, why? oh, there's Ric Flair. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be like my MCU. Why, why, does he, <laughs> why does he have to be in it? Because they're he he's big yeah, part of their yeah. yeah oh okay he's a big, big part, part of, the story. of their uh, of their story yeah, yeah. A rivalry with Ric Flair and uh, oh. what were they called the Freebirds yeah the fabulous Freebirds fabulous Freebirds yeah um you see them in that trailer too so I mean they yeah so like you kind of have to touch on those damn um, overall I think the trailer looks great damn. yeah it started off really strong with him was like in the ring by himself yeah like, going back and forth and yeah. all the ropes that was crazy yeah and then yeah the actress. Zach Efron looks strong. I feel like Jeremy Allen White's probably going to steal the show. You think so? His, his, yeah, I feel like yeah, he's the most popular yeah, right wrestler now. in the whole family. And uh, yeah, he's a popular actor right now. I feel like yeah. he's going to really steal the show, I feel like. And, but yeah, what do you think of it, gentlemen? I mean, like, from somebody that doesn't know anything about wrestling and all that, I I just thought it was like, you know, it's inspired our true story or something, or based on a true story, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know who it was or what. But yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um haven't seen like you said very many wrestling movies um so it looked very very interesting especially like looks like a great cast in it Mm -hmm. and hearing more about it and like you know the story behind what's actually gonna happen yeah i'm interested to see it um yeah i think i think this could definitely open up um i feel like rick flair is definitely gonna get one if it would be interesting like he's just a fucking a lot of people yeah he's a wild oh they were gonna do the uh Chris Hemsworth doing the uh, Hulk Hogan biopic. I can see. Oh, that. that's right. Yeah. I, I don't know. That. That's still being made, but I remember that being a thing. For it a was bit. announced. I yeah. I think for sure, Vince Flair. <laughs> that needs to be next. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Flair and uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can see. Oh, and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Macho Man. Macho Man. I can see him getting one. He could get one. Ultimate Warrior could get one. Like if we're just if we're just literally, <laughs> you just want to see the ball back in the like eighties. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be that'd be insane. Give one to Roman Reigns, the, tri- the tribal chief. The tribal, <laughs> just call it the tribal the chief. The tribal chief, head of the table. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Um, your note. Your nerd is showing. I, but yeah, I think Jonathan. I swear, God, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I will do not unleash back these to the live stream. <laughs> do not unleash these wrestling moves on me. <laughs> I will rock bottom you into that. Oh table. god. <laughs> you think he'll get one? The rock? Yeah. Well, he had that young rock show. Oh yeah, so we don't so but we, we won't. And they see the the actor they got to play the uh, like Undertaker and uh, Triple H and shit. I stopped they after uh, yeah, I stopped <laughs> I stopped after like maybe season 2-ish. Yeah. Uh, maybe Stone Cold could get one. Does John Cena cool. get one? John Cena maybe. Like years, years, later. years down the road. Right around when he's like about, about to croak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be cool. there's there's a, there's a lot, a lot that uh, that you could kind of touch on. Hell, maybe we should just write the Vince one. <laughs> I yeah, said it. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, I said, but yeah, the Iron Claw looks great. Um, yes, definitely gonna see that in theaters. Yeah, and it comes out. Couple days before Christmas, so no oh, God that for seems, people that <laughs> you're gonna ruin your Christmas. <laughs> I was saying like Jivin was kind of like, oh okay, this looks good, and then not knowing like the actual story of it, it's like no, yeah, yeah. This trailer barely scratched the surface of what. So yeah, you wanna you wanna you wanna go take me to watch it? Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like Merry Christmas, let's go. like Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> eating, our Christmas, eating our popcorn, watching this this family just slowly decay. <laughs> I feel like they oh have Lord. to show that, don't they? They will. They will. They yeah, will. They, yeah, they, they have will. To. Very cinematically. Devastating. Yeah. 
Yeah, speaking of devastating, Ooh. I recommended a film last episode. Wait, uh, I got one. Uh-oh. You said there were seven brothers? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that not good? Yeah, it was good. It was, I was kind of like, thinking, oh, that's kind of morbid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but speaking about morbid. <laughs> seven, uh, a classic. What did it come out? 1995, 94? 96. 96. Damn. Yeah, because I, when I was seeing 95, you, you bitch. Oh, 95. <laughs> my bad, my bad. 96. <laughs> no, because I, I remember seeing the date, and I was like, huh. I, I either it was like one year before I was born or when I was born. That's yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, it came out in 1996. Is a, Wait, it says 95. 95, yeah. Okay. So, it says September 22nd, 1995. Oh. Fucking John, I've been fucking me up. God. Okay. Jeez. Terrible fact check. <laughs> Jamie, Anyways. Jamie. Anyway, 1995, seven. Uh, this this is uh, <laughs> David Fincher's second film. Wow! After he did uh, Alien Three, which is a uh, which was universally hated at mm. the time. It was like it was like a movie that was like really fucked up by the uh, Fox. Is that and, the franchise and, one? Huh? Franchise Alien? Alien? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the third Alien movie. Got it. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, yeah, Alien. But yeah, the third Alien film that was like, yeah, critically revolted, and uh, and I don't think, I don't think David Fincher even wanted to make movies after that because he had such a terrible time. Mm. But that like, he's got the script for seven, and it was like, okay, this is great, mm. and wanted to make the film. And it stars Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kevin Spacey. That one surprised me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he actually he like um. When he was signed on for the film, he said he didn't want to be credited because he didn't want people. He was like a pretty big star at the time. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he, okay. I think he just. I think he just won his Oscar for. Mm. Uh, I think it was fucking uh, Usual Suspects, and oh. uh, so yeah, so he was a pretty big name at the time. And he didn't want people to like uh, focus on that majority of the time because Kevin Spacey didn't show up. Spoiler alert, I guess, but Kevin Spacey didn't show up until like the last like half hour of the movie, basically. Right. Yeah, and they didn't want people to be like, oh. He's not in Who's it. Who's John Doe? Yeah. And it'd be like, well, Kevin Spacey had to show up for an hour, so I guess it's him. Yeah. <laughs> so basically doing like that. Because I, I I looked at the, the cast and on uh, uh, Just Watch. Mm-hmm. He's not on there. Yeah. And I was I was scrolling. I was like, I was like John Yeah, he Doe. went completely uncredited. Like, Because yeah. I was like, man, he looks familiar. And in my mind, I'm like, that's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. But he looks <laughs> so different. And I'm yeah. like, and skin, I'm scrolling. Skinnier, got the... Like buzz a, cut hair, yeah, like a skinhead, yeah. And I'm looking, and I'm like, <laughs> jarhead. I'm like, he's just not. I'm like, who the fuck is John Doe? <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, it's got to be Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but basically, the plot of a uh, two rookie, two no, not two rookies, but two detectives, a rookie and a veteran, uh, hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motives. And uh, this movie takes place in like a unnamed city. It looks like Gotham. It's, I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> and they and basically as they said, uh, they basically said it's Gotham. You'd be like, "Yep, that's Gotham." Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm I, and I believe that Matt Reeves took a lot of inspiration from this movie for the Batman because mm. there's a lot of similar techniques and like how the city looks and everything, how mm. things move is kind of similar to Seven. But yeah, and uh, this is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, because well, Jay Finch is one of my favorite directors, but I just love how fucking nasty this movie is. Like it's like really grimy. Oh yeah, and you just feel you just feel dirty throughout the whole. You want to take a shower after, and that's like that's the cinema. <laughs> 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 but no, I lo- I do love the plot of all the whole like a killer that like kills by the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. I think that's a 
I don't think that was the, that was a concept before, and that was kind of like a new thing for movies. And this kind of like set a trend of like having serial killer movies, mm-hmm. uh, and having them like have like very specific rules. And I just liked it in general, and the you know cinematography, the the sound design is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> sound design really. Fincher's movies always have great sound design, but yeah, this is like an early version of that. And uh, the whole opening credits. He's like, you know, like, you know, like making those books and like mm-hmm. tearing, like cutting off his, uh, his finger, not finger skin. Yeah. Doing stuff like that is really cool. And then the music, of course, by Nine Inch Nails is great. <laughs> it's like, you got me closer to God. It's <laughs> 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 a classic opening. And then, of course, the, then, of course, I'm just like, okay, uh, I, when I talked about it, I was like, oh, okay, everybody knows the ending of Seven. And you guys were like, oh, no, we actually don't know the ending of Seven. Yeah. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So, and it's a, it is a pretty famous ending. So I was surprised you guys didn't know about it, uh-huh. but it's such a great ending. It's a great surprising ending. And it is like, this is like, damn, yeah. must have, people must've felt terrible after coming out of that theater. It's going to be like, oh shit. But yeah, I love this movie. What did you guys think of it? Uh, so I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, and I, I, th- I will say the only kind of complaint, it felt just a little slow. Um, but really? I know, but I know they were just, you know, they're build. He's yeah, building. Okay. Um, but I was just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kicks off, like when yeah. they fucking when they go to his house, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, they're gonna show up. It's gonna be the wrong person. And then I love how like he doesn't even he doesn't even wait. He <laughs> sees them at the door, mm-hmm. and he's just like. And pop, 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 yeah, and I'm like, oh, take that, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, like here we go, and fucking Brad just like he takes off, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching this whole kind of chase scene, and this shit was so intense, like it just felt like you know Morgan was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Like he gave up as soon as they fucking got shot at. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna just chill for a little bit, but the whole just like chase scene where. Um, like he he's going he's going through like these houses, and he's so ready to just like pop pop, and but like it's just all fucking innocent people. Yeah, and I love how they shot it where it's like you briefly you briefly see just like uh John Doe's figure, like you then you may see it you know you rarely see it longer than like five seconds in that chase scene, um. And just, just them like he's trying and he's trying mm. to get him, and then, and now like you know knowing the ending, um, as to why he why he fucking doesn't kill him, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm like damn like he he's right there like shoot him, um and so then like the ending where you know he shows up at the fucking police station, uh well real quick though, he was the photographer right. When they're at that crime scene, and then he's like, "I think oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he's like, "Get the so, fuck yeah. out of here!" Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, like he's at the crime scene, and then Brad Pitt's like, "We had him." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Damn, like, oh shit, like that was him." <laughs> so then when he shows up and he's got the blood on him, yeah, and I'm just like, "Damn, okay, fucking that's weird." And then, <laughs> and then he, you know, like they start questioning him, and he's like, "His lawyer's like, yeah, but he's only gonna take you two to the spot." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And then what's the name? You know, it's just kind of like, well, fuck you. Like, you know, he starts talking to him in the car. 
And then he's all like, and then John Doe's like, yeah, it, I got a big surprise for you. And then I started thinking, I was like, hmm, like something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm off. And, yeah. And then it was just like, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's got to be his wife. But then mm. for a split second, I thought, like, maybe he's just creepy enough to where he just cut out, like, the fetus. Even if it wasn't like a fully uh, like developed fetus, mm-hmm. um, and then when the guy's fucking zooming up down the road in the van, I'm like, oh, they're it's an ambush. Yeah, like yeah. abort. And mm-hmm. then again, I don't know what Morgan was gonna do. Like he's fucking playing chicken with the van. <laughs> I'm like, Morgan, what are you doing? And you're gonna he, get your ass right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you're gonna lose that battle. And he just pulls out like I like how like Brad had like just a regular like fucking pistol, and then Morgan's yeah. got the fucking old school fucking revolver. Yeah. The revolver, yeah. Like, <laughs> dirty Harry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Don't move until I say. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing with that shit? Um, and then he and then like he gets the box. And then fucking what's the name is just talking shit and Brad's losing his mind. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck. And then he opens it. And I like how they don't show yeah. like what's in there. Um and so pretty much like he was ahead of them like the whole time. Good choice of words. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh no. Uh, just how I planned it. <laughs> um but like he, you know, like he had planned it. And then it's like Well, they only caught him off guard once, and he said it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then just, like, the, you know, Brad's, like, he's in that, in that, he's torn. Yeah. He's, like, I want to I wanna kill you, but I don't want to give you that satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ultimately kills him. Um, and then Morgan was just, like, fuck. Yeah. It's a great movie, though. Yeah. Great. I, gave, I, I gave it a four and a half. Um, I saw that you guys gave it five. Uh, but yeah, I just gave it a four and a half. Just thought it was just just a, just, a, just a tad bit slow for me. But then once, but then once it picked up, I was like, I was in there. The five, yeah. But once it picked up, it was five. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no still, uh, still great though. No, it was uh, it was amazing. I, oh wait, uh, I give it, I give it, uh, I give it a peak. Even though, even though I gave it a four and a half on Letterbox, I'll give it a peak. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. You know, um, I tend to enjoy a lot of like Brad Pitt's films cause he's like, you know, just that actor for me. I've seen him since like growing up and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never seen him act with, um, uh, Morgan Freeman. So I was like, huh, this will be interesting. And I think it worked well because Morgan Freeman always has this like calming, like, you know, presence to him. In all the roles that he plays, he's, like, just very calm. He's never, like, you know. So, I what it reminded me of was a little bit of No Country for Old Men. Mm. Yeah. Um, only because the, uh, what is it, um, Tommy Lee Jones character, you know, the old officer. And, like, you know, he's, like, oh, I've given, uh, given up on this world. It's, like, so evil. I mean, you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on the end of his rope. Yeah, yeah. that's Morgan Freeman's character. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wonder if that kind of got inspired from this as well. Mm-hmm. It may be like Alex said, this movie was made way back when. And so it's kind of like, you know, giving inspiration to a lot of other, you know, filmmakers and all that, but definitely got like that sense from uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, especially like, you know, it was like, I'm, what is it? Like five days, uh, um, you know, in five days I'm retiring and yeah. all that. Yeah. I'm like, Oh damn. 
And like, you know, him, like, I, I love, I guess, like, the chemistry between him and Brad Pitt was like, you're not ready, son. You're not ready. Get, get him off the case. I don't want him in the case. <laughs> and then Brad was like, man, I've done this for, for like, you know, for so long now, you know, it's, it's my time to do it and all that. And then for them to kind of like, you know, actually over time, you know, um, get along and all that. I think that was great. Um, like Alex said, really, really great sound design. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was, you know, I watched it on my phone, but I watched it with my earphones and man, that thing was immersive. I was like, oh my gosh, I hear the rain and everything. And then like the thing that scared me the most was the gunshots. Like yeah. usually in gunshots nowadays is like, you know, they kind of like level it out. So it's not as loud, but that one's like, bam, like, you know, it's like really loud. I was like, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> I was spooked. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Okay." So, like you know, I, I it was the real deal. It was really, really good. That wasn't just you taking a shit. In the yeah, well, I mean, nobody's gonna know. I mean, uh, uh Kevin Spacey. <laughs> just Kevin just Spacey. threw them all. <laughs> Kevin Spacey character really uh, uh, threw me off. I was wondering who was John Doe, who's John Doe, who's John Doe, and then when I saw, I was like, "Is that Kevin Spacey?" <laughs> I was like, it, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. you know, it threw me off. It threw me off for a little bit. I was like, oh, that's Kevin Spacey. And I was like, he looks so different. Like Jamal said, like, I, I hardly even recognize him, but he has that recognizable voice, mm-hmm. the way he talks. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then, um, you know, I like it, the ending was like, it could go either two ways. He gets a, like, you know, they take him to jail and all that. And like, you know, Brad Pitt doesn't succumb to like, you know, anger. But throughout the whole film, we saw how angry, you know, um, Mills, I think it's like Detective Mills can yeah. be. You know, he was he has like a short temper when he was like, He's a shoot we, first and act the same yeah, he, he, the guy. The funniest, <laughs> he was like, we don't have a warrant. He's like, okay, okay. He's like, fine, we got probable cause. He's like, no, we need a warrant. Otherwise, he's never going to get arrested. He's like, okay, okay, okay. I got yeah. you, I got you. Oh, bam! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he... he he did fuck him up though, so he kind of had. Yeah, no, he was kind of had calls to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So Morgan was like, "I just really don't want to do work." <laughs> he's the kind of cop like do you like. He's probably a guy that grew up thinking like seeing cops in movies and wants to be like that kind of guy. It's like this, like, this like, don't don't follow the rules kind of mm-hmm. guy. It's like just like margin, yeah, save the day kind of guy. And yeah, that's, that fucked him up in the ass later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very graphic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Fucked him this up in the ass. This movie's graphic. You kidding? <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> fucked him up in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, good. But yeah, uh, I, give it a, I give it a peek. Really, really great watch. Nice. Yeah, I give this a peak cinema. Oh. And like one of my things is like, one of my things, the favorite things about this movie, this movie can act as a, can be both a thriller and a horror movie mm, at the same true. thing. It was like, oh, there's some horrific shit that happens in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It was like a guy that was like, like tied down. He looks yeah. like a fucking zombie. That and all was... of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking wakes up. It's that like, was fucking no, like the fact that why would that swap? He's like, that's what you get, bitch. Or like, he's like, he wakes up. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I that first time. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I yeah. Expect him to pop up like fucking that. zombie ass, mm-hmm. and then he just fucking re just fucking. Then that yeah. dude having sex with that girl, then he got with the fucking with the thing. Yeah, those, we'll call yeah, it the shark fin. The shark fin poker thing. Yeah. Like, 
forced him to have sex with her and put it on. I'm just and the way it's you don't even see it, but you can like yeah, you can just feel the details of it. It's like the, from the his reaction and everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, this is like oh god, this is horrifying. Like that guy's scarred for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, oh yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he'll never be able to be normal a gun again. <laughs> down my throat. Yeah, <laughs> he made tell me the fucker and fucker. And like it was like wow, and I did. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it's so yeah, but yeah, peak cinema. Fun family film. Fun family film. I know, like the, watch it at it, Christmas. Even the studio saw the ending, and I was like, "Yeah, we gotta remove this. We gotta change the ending." Where it's like he, I think, I think Morgan Freeman stops Brad Pitt from doing it. Oh wait, there's a there's a alternate, alternate ending? ending. I think they're, I think they did film one, but the David Fincher said, "Fuck that." Ah, it was it, like he didn't. Well, he filmed it. I think he filmed it, but yeah, I think they, I think, was oh, no, they didn't film it because Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman said they would walk away from the movie if they didn't use the ending, oh. the original ending. So I think they filmed it. I think they just con- 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 made a concept of the ending they, they would have wanted. Right, right, right. Wait a minute. Okay, so. I don't think they actually filmed it. So it says uh, something, an ending where Detective Somerset kills Doe and an ending where Detective Mills shoots Somer- Somerset to keep him from killing Doe. And an ending where there's a race against time to save Mill's pregnant wife. Yeah, that and, and, and an ending wanted. where there's a dead dog in something. Yeah, the ending where it's like he saves his wife. That was the ending they wanted. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, that's the ending they wanted. Yeah, the uh, he saves his wife. Everything's fine. Yeah, and yeah that like, would have. Yeah, that's a typical yeah. ending. Yeah, so that would have kind of diluted it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, chop her fucking huh. head off. That was yeah. crazy. That brief frame her in the box was a. Well, not really in the box. It was like a frame of her face. Was there? Yeah, it was like a frame of her face. Like, I didn't even. They never yeah. pulled it out or anything, huh? They never. No, pulled they didn't. Like, like, like when before uh, Brad Pitt shoots Kevin Spacey, like you see, you oh. see a brief frame of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's face. Oh, like a like, very. It was like a super flash. And like at Fight Club, like I was like, oh, you they fresh, uh, fr- like a like a frame of the dick. <laughs> Like in Fight Club, like kind of. Oh, like there that. was yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Basically, that same technique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I went. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, great movie. Yeah, great choice, Alec. Thank you. But no, yeah, now it's your turn to suggest a movie. Mm-hmm. Now, for one thing, mm-hmm. I want to say this: it's Halloween season. And I remember, <sighs> when, I remember when we did an episode last time. Yeah. You know, last year around this time. Yeah. And I thought we were gonna do, suggest a Halloween, you know, or at least horror movie. Uh huh. What's going on? You, uh, Alec, you were saying. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but no, last year you you suggested a movie that was not Halloween related at all. It was fucking The Hateful Eight. Oh. Which I'm fine with, but that's a good movie. But I'm just like, can you suggest a horror movie? It's not really something similar. Um. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like, have fuck that. up my selection. No, I'm just saying, it was like something themed. Okay, um, there was one that I haven't seen, but you know, I don't know if anybody else has seen it. Um, Green Room. Have you heard of Green Room? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Well, damn. Uh, I mean, oh, I'll I'll just choose that one, Green Room. Okay. For um, yeah, for uh, yeah, Green Room. That's an A24 movie as well. Green Room. Mm-hmm. It's on a uh, Max. Green Room stars Sir Patrick Stewart. Green Room. It's about the uh, the punk band that fights the uh, neo Nazis. There you have it, people. Another episode of Two yeah. Cinema. With- Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, there you have it, people. Another episode of Two Cinema with Love. This was a fun one. Uh, we're going to watch The Green Room, mm-hmm. and we will be back. Oh, damn it. Bucks just beat the Lakers in preseason. Fuck yeah, dude. That's my life. Anyway, we will see you when we hear you, or when you hear us, or when we when you see us, something along those lines. Whichever comes first. Whatever. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. All right.